Bottle Soccer Talk podcast, man. Um, I'm Nestor, joined here by Henry, and it's two guys, two mics, two pints, and uh, it's episode number 95. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's your birth year, right? 95, yeah, Ninety-five. 95 has arrived, <laughs> and on, on my birth year episode, well, the repetition of another valuable landmark for me is ah man well, to start off you know yeah man back-to-back I, champions bricked huh yeah yeah uh it feels amazing man but we'll get into how how crazy that was in a second but yeah man 95 man we're we're soon approaching the centurion mark five episodes away man we should we should do something special for that day maybe some kind of top 100 theme or We'll, Something, we'll, yeah. We'll brainstorm, but yeah, yeah man. We I'm, got five I'm, weeks. I'm excited so. to talk uh, about what transpired this whole this, week. This weekend was wild. Yeah. I don't know if I remember a more wild end to a season. Yeah. Uh, no, in recent memory, uh, this was the, the yeah, craziest I mean, I guess the most, the most memorable one is the most memorable, I guess, the 93-20. But this one, it went down to the wire. Um, similar similar uh, things happened as well, which we'll get into. But oh, Man, uh, well, yeah. Uh, you know, last day, Liverpool and Manchester City had to win. Yeah, both games kick off at the same time. Yeah. So it's there. there's that factor to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, one point away. Um, City, they nicked goal differential as, as of then. It looked, yeah. you know, it had to be a win for Liverpool, and, and you hope City draw. Yeah, yeah. You you hope City didn't win if you're a Liverpool fan or or an anti-City yeah. uh, football watcher. Um, shit. I guess we can let's break it down. So so um, Liverpool goes down really early in the game. Yeah, I think yeah. like the second minute or the third minute or something like that, right? Yeah, they did. Or very the seventh early. minute or something. I, I don't remember exactly, but. Uh, and Wolves held for for a good while. Yeah, too. they held on for about a half hour. Yeah, and then, uh, but in between that, Manny Cash scores like in the thirty fifth minute or so. Yeah, thirty fifth minute. For Aston Villa, and nice little header. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Ooh, <laughs> you know, you're down." The city's playing like shit. Liverpool is just trying to score and score and score. So you're kind of both teams are down. You know, oh, uh, and it was good foregone conclusion that both teams would win, right? It felt Especially like Especially with City. Yeah. I, uh, I predicted it that way at least. Yeah, yeah. I think we both said like three nil or four nil or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh it's crazy. It was crazy. And then uh second half starts and both Liverpool well but Liverpool were weren't even like their like their final third execution was awful. That last pass was always lacking. They were leaving a lot on the table. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um but uh, they they did draw it, and then City goes down two two nil by no no other than Coutinho, right? Phil Coutinho, yeah, former Liverpool. So things are looking dire for City because you're not playing all that great. Uh, fuck. Uh, and then Liverpool draw, and eventually they they just kind of run away with it. They win three one, but there was a ten minute to go period, and within five minutes, City scored three goals. Yeah, uh, that it was insane. I guess you you take it from here because you were with friends and fans and stuff. Yeah, I mean it was insane. Um, as we're as I'm watching the game, I'm also sat. I'm we're basically the middle point between a set of Liverpool fans and 
AC Milan fans who are watching the first half of their of their match. And every time Milan would score, City would score. And that's how it started happening. So uh, Milan scored Giroud, uh, the opener. Okay, and then I'm watching uh, immediately after Gundogan, who was, was, was subbed on, comes on at, at the back post on a nice cross uh, by Sterling. Bang, you know, header. At that point, it's 1-2. But, you know, you still got to really score two more to really feel good about it, you know. And, um, you know... City kept just kind of piecing passes together. It wasn't pretty. Some balls were deflected even. But there comes a moment where Zinchenko gets it on the wing, breaks it in. This is in the matter of like maybe like two, three minutes later. He he fakes his man, gets in, and lays off a pass for Rodri, who hits it as sure as I've, as I've ever seen, seen him hit a ball. He just knew what he was doing. Like, yeah, he just he, passes it into the into the bottom corner but it was with intention like that's what he meant to do and and it, at that point the the bar went stupid drinks were flying city fans were chanting again because with that result there was a lot more hope but we're also keeping in mi- keeping in mind that liverpool are, are kind of mounting their comeback and we're watching all that you know at, unfold because liverpool fans next to us were rooting for villa for so much of the game it was crazy a lot of vitriol between both fans but playful you know and then, yeah, lo and behold, um, a broken play again. KDB gets on the end of it. Yeah, Mings doesn't clear it for some fucking reason. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then Douglas Luiz isn't able to make a play on it to, to make sure De Bruyne doesn't get to it. But, you know, credit to De Bruyne for surging forward. And then as soon as he gets the ball and takes a touch, he, it's like he knew what he wanted to do. Yeah. Plays the ball to the far corner, you know. You just, know, upon first watch, I thought, yeah, I, I don't, I wasn't convinced that he tried to pass it. And yeah. even now, I'm still, like, caught in between. But yeah. it ended up being a pass, and uh, Gundogan just... Oh, well, yeah, easy touch, you know. Easiest mm-hmm. goal he'll score this season. But, I mean, it was just great great ingenuity on De Bruyne's part to, to just have a go at it. And then great awareness for Gundogan for being there and making the run. Um, and at that point, everybody's going crazy. People are, are on the verge of tears, you know. And then at that point... You know, you see City shithouse for the rest of the game. You know, possess the ball, take it to the corner. It wasn't pretty, but yeah, but cheeks were God, clenched for for most of the match. But God damn it, it was it was poetic. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, uh, and there was a there was a moment during the Liverpool game when they were still down one nil, I think, and you could hear the crowd cheer because I'm sh- the crowd was just looking at their phones the whole time. So they cheered when Aston Villa scored. They cheered when they got the 2-0. Yeah. And uh, I think it was when uh, when Liverpool finally got the 2-1. Yeah, they got the 2-1. Uh, City were already 3-2. Yeah, they did it like between that five-minute span. So uh, so City were, were already winning. But I don't know. Someone in the crowd, I guess, started spreading that, that Villa... Tied it, yeah, yeah, yeah. again, so three three, and then the crowd erupts right after because Salah scored, and right after you hear the crowd erupt again, and the, and I was like switching back and forth the whole time anyway, but yeah, yeah, but uh, I was like, wait, what the fuck? And I and I went back to the channel. I'm like, hold on, like is my stream 
Uh, well, I'm watching it on cable, so there's no delay unless I yeah. don't know. You know, sometimes there is a delay. The Liverpool just... fans heard it as well, and they li- they all ran to our TV and looked at our game, and then they're like, "Wait, what? The the score's still three two? Yeah, then, yeah. So it it, it, was, it was a funny like, little yo, prank the on fuck? them. Yeah, and some asshole. It was a Wolves fan. Yeah, yeah, it had yeah, to. Have been, yeah, yeah, Wolves fan, and they were they were chanting the whole game like, "You've nearly won the league. You've, <laughs> you've nearly gone and won." Yeah, the it was league. kind of wild, yeah. and I'll fuck yes. man. It's like for me. Like, like, you know, I don't have really a uh, horse in the race. Um, you know, either one, both can eat shit for all I care. But, um, yeah, I, I thought that that Villa, too. But, you know, it turned out to not be that way. And uh, that, that was a really close race in, in between two historically great sides. Um, I don't think there's... There's always going to be the, the the idiots online that are going to reduce Liverpool to, you know, being a shitty team only because they won one title or one league title in seven uh, seasons with club. But the the city teams that that Liverpool have have uh, been in the race with, you know, they've been ridiculously good. So there's no there's no real shame. It could easily be three titles instead, right? Yeah, um, it could. But. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's not the situation. The situation is that City are champions again, fourth time in five years. I mean, yeah, that's got to be crazy for you guys on the on the anniversary too, pretty much of the Aguero moment. Yeah, it's insane. It was you know it was almost like a script, you know, um, and just the iconic scoreline of it finishing three two and and the way the game the goals were scored late. It was just crazy, man. Um, and uh, I don't know, man. It was crazy. Um, this uh, the Newcastle fan that was watching next to us. He's like, "You never had a doubt, did you?" I was like, <laughs> "Fuck's sake, nah, dude." I was ready to. I was ready to go home with nothing. Basically, I was like, "Damn!" I had already mentally processed that this would just be either we were gonna get lose or we were gonna come up just short, you know. And we we got fortunate, man. That you know, it just all came at the end. Um, and they showed character, you know. Um, some people were saying, by the way, and they were saying why City didn't. They should have done that shit at the at certain at a certain point against uh, Madrid, you know. But that's a different level of of opposition. But you know, people are saying they should have been that cautious with their lead. Then I was like, well, it's it's a different ball game in the Champions. But I'm just glad we saw the result out because it would have been also typical well, that means City to 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 that uh, point. That game against Villa, that, that basically was your final. Like, another final, too. Yeah, yeah. So you, you had to win that, so you had to go balls out. For, against Madrid, yeah, things were more or less wrapped up. Um, and and you were crazy. still picking the ball back and forth. It's not like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the succession that, that the Madrid's goals came in was very reminiscent of the way City yeah. were very, like very lethal in the final third in that last span it was crazy it was otherworldly you, you know we're going to talk about the last game uh on on sunday a lot more but when when you really think about it city was also down in the game before against newcastle or was it west ham west ham I yeah, yeah yeah and then jack they also down ties it two, up two nil yeah right so so that's two comebacks in a row to basically seal the the league because if you had lost that game there's no... Yeah. No, there, there was a... It yeah. wasn't a squeaky clean games. exit. You know, it wasn't a squeaky clean exit. I was ready to call it a complete bottle job because at one point, City were up, uh, I think, 11 points. 
uh, over uh, Liverpool. Yeah, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, with like maybe maybe Liverpool had a game in hand or so. Yeah, they had games in hand because they think were out. They had one. Let's say two, just to you know. But still, there was a it was a healthy lead that was little by little dwindled, and Liverpool. I don't think they've lost since like November or something. They, they haven't, haven't lost much. Yeah, they they kept the pressure on us basically. But who would have thought that 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 Tottenham that Tottenham match would would have really fucked things up for them completely? Yeah. I guess we talked about it then, but and, yeah. and Tottenham fucked it up for for City in the grand scheme and and I was yeah, gonna that's say two, that's two yeah. We also Six got points. fortunate in the in the match where we beat Arsenal where we beat them last minute. Like you think back to all these results, right? And it's just like yeah. it's a culmination the of all of it with a Rodri, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And then there's been handballs like for Liverpool that weren't called or penalties that were given that maybe shouldn't yeah. have that decided results even against City, by the way. So, at the end of the day, we couldn't beat Liverpool. They couldn't beat us, yeah. aside from the FA Cup. Uh, they, they beat us fair and square. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, man, it, it came down to one point, And, well, I mean, there's no trophy for second place, but they've been a damn good competitor, you know, and that's something that without them, I don't think City would have ever been this good um, with yeah. their point totals yeah. and, and everything. It just know? sucks to diminish teams. I mean, yeah, you're not going to remember them. There's no trophy. There's... You know, it's not it doesn't really go in the history books, but it just sucks to diminish teams, players, managers to what they could have won, I guess. Um, yeah. Especially if I mean, I guess it makes sense if it's if it's a team that maybe got one lucky season or got one good season. But this team of Liverpool have had continued relevance and success. For sure. Over for the sure. last, you know, five, six, seven Chelsea years. have two and, and a lot of other clubs in Europe. So we commend I would them. Say, I would say Liverpool and Chelsea and then everybody else is a distant fourth. Oh, well, in the Prem, yeah, yeah. In yeah, prem, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I was gonna, if, you, if you start including the world's best, I mean, they all have a table. They all have a table. But no, no team has exhibited the dominance in the Prem the way City have. And I expect it to continue, and and it it's gonna it might become a boring league. Truthfully, I have to say, and I hate to say, but Liverpool make it they they don't make it a boring league. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't, but with some I of the improvements, yeah, I wouldn't think so. It's it, just if City three peats, it's gonna be boring now. Uh, we gotta you be know, honest. I mean, if it, if it's exciting like this, I don't think so. Well, that's because we uh, last season, and uh, I remember uh, was it I don't know if it was last week or the week before how you were talking about La Liga is not. Not as good because all the teams were weekend and, you know, it was a foregone conclusion for Real Madrid. But last season, everybody in the Prem was weakened. No, but I mean, you know, Liverpool, Chelsea last season were amazing compared to teams in La Liga. No. Uh, Liverpool was injured the whole time. They, They had... They, was, they they never had anywhere near their full strength team. Well, they had a fluke of a season, but I'm saying in general, in, in general, if you if you don't take into account injuries and stuff like that, we know who the better teams are and and in what league they play. Yeah, in. yeah, they, but, but just, they they built themselves up to that. But what I'm saying is last last season, where I don't know how many points that uh, City won it by. I think twelve points. Yeah, yeah. Is that the? Oh, I don't know the exact total. I I just know it was we a lot. won it. We won it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Um, now if now if things headed in that direction. Then yeah, uh, but as long as it stays competitive and by all by all measurements, Liverpool is gonna stay relevant. They make signings for the future. They don't necessarily believe in now. Uh, Chelsea looks like they're gonna be back pretty well. Uh, Arsenal's coming on strong. Tottenham's being managed super well, and also they have a lot of 
Um, they have a lot of money to work with. Manchester United is is rebuilding, and uh, we don't have any reason to think that they're going to be bad for too long. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's 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 going to be good, and you we know you have so. your outsiders like West Ham to ruin things. Newcastle with they're their limited funds that they're going to be working with in the next three oh, to four well, years. It's not unlimited, but you know it's because <laughs> there's FFP and F- FFP is more stringent than ever now. That's uh, no, it's been suspended. Oh well, I mean, they're still gonna. They're, you're still only allowed to spend off of a certain amount of profit. If not, even though if FFP suspended now, you will be reprimanded three years from now. And say, oh, what you did in 2022 was was illegal based on your profits, whatever. And then you get suspended from UEFA for two years and or some bullshit. There, there's gonna they have there's gonna be some restraints, unfortunately. <laughs> I think so, but uh, it, you know, for their purposes, I think they're gonna be just fine. Oh, definitely. It's Especially just like, for what, what they are now. It's just, no, because people make that common misconception and, and utter that sometimes. I feel like no team has unlimited. Like, you, you have... Yeah, you can't just throw a billion dollars at a player. Yeah, I, you'll, I be, you'll I be punished. You'll be punished. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, it has to be justified. But they'll be able to take risks on players that they normally wouldn't have. But they can afford to take... Oh, no, well, they're, yeah. they're going to have more uh, to spend the, on the average budget than the yeah, average team. Exactly. Yeah. But no, for sure. No, all um, these teams are going to come up. So, and, yeah, we have at least six, seven teams that are just going to be duking it out. Uh, so I don't really have a reason to think that City will be this Bayern. Uh, and if they do, it's not going to be by, by a ton of points as we've seen Bayern win it. I hope so. I hope I hope it can be entertaining for everybody throughout. Like it was this people year. just don't like a dominant team. Yeah, and it's just the thing is with the signings that City are making, everything is pointing, it's trending in that direction, right? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's that that hasn't been proven yet. But I just get that sensation. I hate oil money. Ah, yeah. Well, congrats, City. And since the oil can help, congrats the, you. Uh, yeah, uh, you you and I should re- recreate the 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 uh, Arnold and uh, Carl Weathers meme of uh, you know league winners. Oh yeah, shaking league hands winners and then uh, take a picture like switching the jerseys. <laughs> uh, but you know, since we are on on the topic of oil club and congrats to City on the Premier League. You know, you know they're 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 favorites for next year again too. I have to say, I know it's early, but we'll get to that later. There's no reason why they wouldn't be. Yeah. Another oil club that that may have overstepped even boundaries and and obviously <laughs> made a lot of a lot of uh, you know seismic waves this weekend. It was almost bigger news than than the league win. Yeah. It felt like it felt like um, you know Mbappe decides to stay in Paris for a a healthy chunk of money, and that's that's putting it modestly. I mean, what, <sighs> what are your what are your initial thoughts when you hear that? And and. Um, you know, what do you make of it now as, as you've, it's settled and marinated more? You know, it's funny that um, I, I was trying to think back to, to a time that I was, that I might have acted cocky about getting Mbappe. And it was really more of, of me getting indications from the things that he said, uh, the, the reports that were going around. Incredible reports, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I was... Never a hundred percent sure, but I was pretty sure. Like I, I was like, if you're gonna say is Mbappe coming, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's that that should, you know, that should happen. We'll see. But but something was like, ah oh, man, I just want to see him in the shirt, you know, at in the stadium, you know, and and the crowd and all that. And then the last week kind of starts going by. I think Thursday morning, and I remember asking you uh, when I saw you that afternoon, 
I was like, have you been hearing about Mbappe? And, and I don't think you had been keeping up with the reports, but, mm-hmm. you know, Thursday, Friday, the reports started saying, oh, he hasn't really decided yet. Um, and then all of a sudden, they're saying he's going to make his decision on Sunday. I'm like, wait, hold on. For the last two, three weeks, we've been saying, oh, it's done. You know, it's just a matter of time. Uh, they it's just, just want to announce. The end of the season. They want to announce after Champions League or after the French League or uh, in the summer. You know, he's... So all reports were indicating that he he everything was agreed on with him and Madrid. There's reports that there was even a, a pre sum paid to him. Yeah, I don't know yeah, how, exactly. how much truth there is to that. Exactly. So there was there was all these reports, basically just saying yeah he's for sure, and there was other reports saying that PSG have resigned themselves from yeah he's gone. Yeah, he, he's going. He's leaving. I remember hearing a lot of that actually. Yeah, that's yeah, what from, I had from from Parasite. And then all of a sudden, there's reports saying that they're going to make one last push. And I think we even talked about it last week, where PSG are basically making him a play, player general manager, like like a front office type figure. And uh, we kind of joked it off, and that to me, it still sounds like a dangerous precedent. And it sounds like that's exactly what transpired, and what they're agreeing on. Um. And and then uh, on Friday they were saying that that he agreed with both teams, like he has agreements with both teams, and now it's just up to him to choose. Fuck. Saturday morning comes along. I think it's like seven. I'm, I, I, on the weekends I sleep a little. Like I sleep an extra hour. <laughs> yeah. So it was like seven fifteen, and my friend texts me. Uh, Mark, he's a good friend of the pod. Uh, uh-huh. Just sends me a picture of Mbappe. I'm half awake, and I just see his little bubble say "fuck him, fuck PSG," uh, and uh, I was like, "What the fuck?" And I and like I open my eyes. I'm like, "Oh, dude, you're like, don't tell me." See, so go to <sighs> Twitter to confirm. Yeah, yeah no, it, it was a it was a post saying that he has chosen to stay at Paris, and uh, yeah, he's there till 2025. Um, there's a lot of numbers being thrown out. Um, one very significant one that I've read a few times is that. The signing bonus is three hundred million, yeah. Plus, I think fifty million net. So that means he's getting paid a hundred million a year. Yeah. Uh, dude. Uh, I think it's it's wild money. If you, it's hard to say no to that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, the thing that I do have a problem with is that they offered him power in choosing who comes, who goes, managers, uh, sporting directors, and stuff. A player shouldn't want that. A player shouldn't. That's a lot of responsibility to have. And uh, yeah, I think it's not good for the locker room. You know, I, I think and I don't know until it's proven and until we get more reports. I think that that whole role thing has been uh, overstated because I don't think he's going to have his own chair and, and his own office. No, with, no, with no, a name no, yeah. placket and people. Are, it's just he's going to be one of the people taken into consideration the way a manager is when they're like. Well, listen, we want to sign Joel yeah. Skunde, and this is why. What do you make of it? Does he fit in? I think yeah. he's going to be a consultant, but you yeah. know, that is a lot of power for a player. And Yeah, and when I say a player GM, I'm totally um, exaggerating. But the, the way you know the headline reads, it sounds that way, doesn't it? It's like, it, it, oh, No, it does, but, yeah. but, and I know exactly what they mean. They, they just mean that he's going to have a voice. Yeah. It's not that he's actually going to drop the contracts. It's not that he's going to be tapping in with the agents and all that. Yeah, yeah. That'd but, be um, insane. I, it's just when you introduce that dynamic, like the players with themselves know. Like, obviously, an organization has their favorites. Lakers have LeBron. Uh, 
Barca you know, had Messi. Barca had Messi. Manchester United has Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, and City has De Bruyne. Right. You know, you, everyone knows who's the favorite child or the favorite children yeah. of the club, right? Real Madrid, the, Benzema. The players know. 100%. There's a, I'm sure there's, there's a hierarchy a within, every, within every club, too. It's like you don't fuck with Benzema. You don't fuck with Modric. You don't fuck with uh, Casemiro. Yeah. Marcelo in that locker room. But there, there's the Rabios of the group that want to hop up the right And there's right. those guys that yeah. have, like, problematic. Th- that, that they're, they're a bit envious or they feel that they're better than they actually are. Yeah. Or, or their own agents are whispering in their ear, like, hey, he got that much. Maybe we can get yeah, yeah. this much, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, if you're a player that has this sort of influence within the sporting director and everything, the president, um, and it's been paraded around. It's not like the players don't hear this shit. <laughs> How do you get mad at Mbappe for missing a pass? How do you, you know, give him shit? Because players... I mean, we've been in locker rooms, too. You, you guys give each other shit. You have to hold each other accountable. Yeah. Mbappe's in this area where... Like, people uh, think twice before... People are going to, like, hold their him, thoughts, yeah. and then they're going to hold grudges, and then he's going to be beyond reproach. And when you're working, even coworkers and other, you know, teammates, you just, when, when someone's held to that sort of standard or has that sort of uh, aura around them where you can't... You can't approach them that way. It, it really fucks up the, the the dynamic within the group, and it and it kind of makes everything awkward, right? To an extent, yeah. But you know, I don't know. He he's he's the wonder boy. He's the he's the country hero. He's the Parisian. And they did what they the had to to keep him. And he's the best player on the team. So or in he, the world, yeah, you could say on in the world as well. But I'm saying when you're that good and that much of a mega superstar in your country, not only the city, I think. You get that kind of privilege, even if it wasn't announced that he was a player GM. It was he could have just been a player that's already getting that under the table, getting yeah. that, that. And it's always going to be it's going to be like this unspoken agreement. It's just yeah, yeah certain it's, players. It's never going to be in the contract. Like you said, there's fa- there you know there's right favoritism. You know, if you are the best player, you you almost have to say in this day and age you have to you have to abide because if not, they'll go to the team that does. And um, it's it's beyond nobody it, these but days. But do you really want a player that wants that kind of influence? Well, you know, if, if you, he's if he's a leader, I think you yeah. give him that. It's like a quarterback in football. I see it. You know, it's like they typically get that kind of that kind of love, and it's like people kind of hate the quarterback because they're so well paid, they're so coddled, they're, they're and always protected. the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, it's, yeah. it reminds me of that a lot. But in football, I mean, like there's no de facto quarterback, but yeah, like for example, City. If you if City players and fans saw that De Bruyne was really wanting that kind of role or wanting that sort of influence it, I, I think it would be obvious but, but he doesn't yeah. one seem like that kind of personality I don't I don't know if I want that sort of player on the team well this is how high city think of De Bruyne they, they literally let him construct his own contract and justify why he should make what he makes well he did because he doesn't have an agent yeah no I know but I mean how many clubs are willing to abide with that you know you could one could argue that maybe they're a little bit more malleable that way, but he gave them a number and City didn't think twice; they just did it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And and he is the with most, De Bruyne. Yeah, with he, De Bruyne, you don't. He's the best paid player on the team, and and players know that they're not oblivious to. Yeah, but, of course. But I, I'm, you know, I just think Madrid as a club have too much pride to even ever consider giving a player that kind of. And they were they were actually willing to give him a whole lot. Oh, like, oh as far for as sure. image rights and all that shit. And even uh, money, were, the money was good too. And, he was and the money. Offered. 
you know, there there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of reports saying, well, even even the president of PSG, who's the president Al Khalifi, he's a president of of a um, broadcast network of uh, he's got a seat with FIFA. You know, that's all that's all muddy. The ah. whole the whole like back padding that he he's done and um, you know he. It's it's the whole Qatar thing is filthy, and if you want to, we can talk about that too. But um, yeah, the the money that was that is being was being offered from Madrid was a whole lot. So I don't think like on a on a yearly basis he was going to be leaving a lot on the table. I really think it was that signing bonus from PSG that they're saying, oh yeah, Madrid is they were offering more money than we are than we yeah. are able to offer him. Yeah, yeah. He, he went that far to say that. And then, and then in the same sort of sentence, he's like, "Oh, we're not going to disclose what we're paying Mbappe." Yeah, um, it'll come out though. I mean, it always ha- it has to. Yeah, yeah. Especially with FFP and all. Well, that. yeah, there has to be some transparency, you know. But, oh. but yeah, but in the end, uh, you know, so getting all that out of the way as a fan and someone that really wants Mbappe, I really rate Mbappe very highly. And I'm not on this fucking Mbappe train. I, you know, I just think that's. You know, he That's, made his decision, right? He, he's a yeah. man. He, he's able to do that. I'm not going to make him this villain just because he, he decides. His reasoning was bullshit, but, you know, that's beside the and, point. And also his his post-move comments are like, oh, I'm going to be yeah. rooting for Madrid. You know, I'm going to be rooting for them. Is that dream over? No, it's no. never over. Uh, like, bro, like, you strike while the iron's hot. Like, this is a perfect time to go. But, like, um, maybe in, in your life you've had a girl, like, maybe kind of, like, come, come on to you kind of hard and... You know, you let that chance pass, but, you know, maybe the next time y'all kick it, meet at a party, a ball, a wedding, I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's the, that's the right time. Maybe it wasn't the right time yet for Mbappe. Maybe he does really feel the need to win the Champions League with them. Yeah. I think um, that's a big deal uh, to him. Well, you know, and and one of his reasons was, you know, this is my country. You know, I, I just want to be here a little bit longer. He gave a lot of those yeah. sort of statements, you know? Yeah, it's kind of a... Uh, yeah, it's uh, but very cookie-cutter stuff. Didn't you fucking know that ahead of time? That's my thing is, when you're saying all that shit, didn't you know that? Didn't you already feel that way? Why entertain... Why blue ball Madrid if, if this is how you really feel? Well, some people are saying that he used Madrid as a bargaining tool in the grand scheme. And I, and I think that's that's exactly what it is. It's kind of sad, and um, I hate to sound like sour grapes, but... yeah. I think that's exactly what it was, at least for now. That's the way it looks like. And yeah. uh, I think he did feel bad that he, that uh, that he didn't get that that transfer fee for PSG. Um, I don't know. I just have this inkling that he he feels some sort of debt. And I mean, it shit got political too. The yeah, the, uh, it's deeper like than football. Some some leader. I, I, what are they called in um uh, in Qatar? Uh, uh, yeah, the Qatari the royals, Emer, the yeah. Emir, and then the president Macron. Peace be upon them. Uh, they apparently got in contact with with Mbappe, so I'm pretty sure there was a lot of uh, tampering, tampering, and a lot of <laughs> you know, sort of blackmailing, t- uh, threatening sort of things. Um, oh well, I, that's you, just my that's my thinking because I'm a cynic. You'd hope not, and uh, you know I I just have a very poor perception of of this world, uh, the way and, things and, work. And we're not we're not insinuating that's what happened. If anybody's <laughs> gonna know. hold it, yeah, you're gonna hold us as like a some sort of benchmark. But um, yeah, in a sporting sense, I'm I'm disappointed because one, Mbappe 
might be the best player in the world. He could be considered. Let's say he's top five for sure. Um, but, you know, if he really wanted to establish that, you'd think he'd want to go to a better league. And, that, and, that's, and that's, that's my that, thing. That's my only problem with that's my thing. not making the move. That's my but thing. From a competitive perspective, I'm like, ah, but I also see the other side to it. Where he wants to win the Champions League for PSG. Yeah, and he, he wants but to continue dude, being that hometown hero into the World Cup. That's a Qatari event. It all it all ties in, you know. It's yeah, just, yeah, It's yeah. very strange, but it works that way. Um, and by the way, you're going to see a lot of PSG marketing at the Qatar World Cup. So just visually prepare for that because I, I almost foresee it. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, of course. Uh, but um, It's just grabbing yeah. that, a, that a nation state has basic ownership and over, over a club. And even really over some of the regulatory bodies like FIFA and having their ties to They them. have so much influence on FIFA. The fact that they are able to buy a bid not being fucking fully ready for a summer world cup that's gone on for a hundred years now. Yeah. The, the fact that they're able to, to have the, the fucking pull to not only get that bid, that's a non-existence, that a country that's fucking brand new. Yeah. To have a bid and then have the pull to, to be like, Hey guys, uh, we can't do summer. Let's do winter. And FIFA bends over. And it's and like, like, it's going to happen. They yeah. grab, FIFA grabs yeah. their ankles and like, okay. Yeah. So there's, there's some, uh, there's just, there's a lot of sketchiness just within Qatar itself. Yeah. Um, and you know me, I'm not terribly happy about the World Cup. Just, yeah. that's well, a whole that's other pre, conversation. Yeah, that's, that's pre-documented already. But, you know, it's crazy because even Ferran Soriano, who works for City, he's like, like when when you speak about city don't refer to us as a state-owned club because that's that's what they are really psg is like directly correlated to the crown you know the crown prince or the emir in qatar whereas in in city's case is not necessarily the case they'd never get away with that kind of shit um in terms of like you know the the 300 mil bonuses and stuff like that like or the undisclosement of, of certain fees to keep a player it's it would never happen but it, it, I think it, even PSG's like wages on their own is more than everybody else. Yeah, kind yeah. of or or close to um, equal or more than everybody else in the rest of the league put together. Just think they have Messi and Neymar still like yeah. And whatever they're paying them is gonna be stupid. Yeah, exactly. I could imagine. Imagine, imagine those two superstars. How they feel? Or I'm sure they're a little jealous or envious, maybe jealous, but. Imagine thinking that five years ago there was going to be somebody that makes you forget about these guys. Or even you even look at them as dead weight compared to these guys. Yeah. Like your impossible, right? Mbappes, your, yeah. yeah. It's impossible, your right? Because yeah. we barely heard any. Well, we haven't heard anything about Messi. We've heard all that uh, Mbappe is okay with letting him go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so... Uh, Messi did end the season kind of strong, I will say. But, I mean, he didn't have a, a nowhere near his type of seasons, you know? Yeah. New team, new league, but I only expect that to get better next season. If it doesn't, then it's going to be scary hours for sure. Because Mbappe is going to say, cut, you're out. Well, he only has a two-year deal anyway. Then I think an option for a third, but... Yeah, well... Yeah, um... Disappointing. Uh, on on a few levels, really, truly. Um, uh, but yeah, it's uh. But you guys might be locking up your guy Chuameni soon. Yeah, we'll talk about transfers a little bit later. But yeah, that's the main one, and uh, that's. I think eighty million is overvalued. I think there's very few players that are actually worth eighty mil or even more. Um, and he's still so young. 
But that's that's the price you pay for potential in this inflated market. Yeah, if Declan is going for what one forty, they said, <laughs> or one twenty, uh, I think. Was it? And if you give me the option between both of them, I'm taking Chouameni. Oh man. Yeah. Well, right now we know who's more game ready though, Declan mm-hmm. Rice. But I'm saying in the future, Chouameni is still raw. That's why I agree with you. I think eighty mil is too much. I think sixty mil would be more appropriate, and even that's kind of pushing it. But you know, with um, with Madrid putting all their baskets in that, all their eggs in the Mbappe basket, um, and then whiffing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're going to be vulnerable uh, in the market now. Yeah, other teams are going to pick up on their desperation, and and, 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 they're, and they're, they're they know they have the money. Yeah, they have the back because if you would have yeah, bought Mbappe, know. and then clubs will know shit. They probably only got like twenty mil to work with now. I, I'm pretty sure everything included. Mbappe would have been like about two hundred mil. Yeah. Pretty sure that's the number that that was going to be, like everything just all told. Um, so teams know that Madrid have a decent amount of money, and they're desperate to get a signing. And, and they do need reinforcements because Madrid is obviously an aging team, despite having some you know some glimmer of youth. And they already knew that Chuameni was a target for them. So Monaco has no, they have nothing uh, to, no favors to do f- to Madrid than to say 80 mil or nothing. 80 mil or bus or City yep. are knocking through the door. City, um, Liverpool, yeah. Bayern. So yeah, I think, uh, I think teams are going to pick up on that. But I think we could still have a pretty good uh, window. Well, we'll leave that for the transfers, though. Um, yeah, there were a few names. Well, yeah, his yeah. name was the biggest one. I yeah, th- I think that that is is kind of the next biggest transfer to happen. Yeah, the next piece of the puzzle. Um, another weakness, though, that Madrid have is you I hesitate guess, to I, say weakness. I guess but. the right wing, and that's only because Rodrigo. He he's streaky. I wouldn't even say he's inconsistent. He's just streaky. Like it's he'll have a good yeah. run of three, four, five games, and then he'll he won't even st- or um, Ancelotti won't start him. He's like Asensio will kind of come up a bit for two, three games, yeah. and then Rodrigo will will show up and get a couple assists or get a couple goals. You know, so um, goal, 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 goal. Yeah, um, but that that's an area that. But you can do better than Rodrigo. <laughs> you know, Gabriel Jesus. Play, you could play I, w- I wouldn't mind. I, I was thinking about that earlier. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I also wouldn't mind if Madrid went to like this kind of a hybrid 4-4-2, 4-3-3 role. Yeah. Because if we do get Chouameni, you still have Federico, uh, Valverde, Camavinga. Damn. I mean, that, that, that midfield. I just had a while, crazy thought. While, we don't, while there's no... Uh, Casemiro replacement, you could do a double pivot, and then you know with the four four two, you pair somebody with Benzema. You yeah. still have Vinicius on the wing, and I think they do in a way morph into a four four two four three three freely through games anyway. Yeah, there is a player I wish they'd go knock on his door. He already wears the same colors too. It's crazy. He actually just got a golden boot, as a matter of fact. Can I interest you in a Sonaldo? You want a winger, right? <laughs> I, I do. I do love he, me some son. I do. <laughs> he wouldn't cost as much as Mbappe, and, and he's a modest dude. Probably wouldn't even ask for this crazy wage. I mean, he's I a think, plug-in type of dude. I don't think son would go for anything less than 100. 
right now. Oh, no, no, no. Truthfully, no. But, I mean, essentially, Mbappe would have cost more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I think if you really I wanted to fill that position. I do love me some Sun. Oh, he, I mean, and I would prefer Sun over Mane. Because I know that's another name that's being floated up. Yeah, Mane and, and Gabriel Jesus. I was just thinking, who's the best available guy in that position that's in his prime? That can That is proven. And he would follow the Gareth Bell uh, stair step. You, you know, know um, someone that I would love to see play off of uh, Benzema. And I know he's still raw, uh, relatively, if but, but young. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. No, did it? No, no, no. I know I'm probably, this is probably my Dante Exum of football, but Shoboslai. Oh, I, I, j- yeah. I just I'm very high on him. He can have like a Kulusevski type impact on the team in terms of like, well, you don't expect him to be that great on his the wing, but fucking, he's good. His fucking on top of being like really good linking up and, and uh, awareness, his fucking uh, um, uh, ah, fucking set pieces are amazing. Oh, his execution, yeah, is really yeah. Good. especially when you're considering maybe at some point Cruz or. Modric might be on the way and, out. And damn That's it, guy who can and damn it, he'll he'll sell shirts, man. He's he's got that kind of a uh, Grealish sort of a, uh, you know, yeah, he's look, got, look he's got a, to him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's a he's like an aesthetic guy for sure. You know, there's always those guys in history but, that um, just kind of have I, that. Uh, you know, I, I was I was I've been thinking all week on players that we can use on the right. Um, I really want Hakimi back. Mm-hmm. Come back. And uh, I'm going to guess that for the foreseeable future, uh, Real Madrid's going to be fuck you to PSG and try to get their players or, or not be cooperative with their, their like requests and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I would love Hakimi back. Yeah, you know who else I would love back, though? Teo Hernandez? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would operate on the left, but, I mean, that's still... Yeah, yeah. Unless, like, I don't know if he would be capable. I think he is, actually, but if he... Was the inverted winger, you know, type of thing mm-hmm. where he cuts onto his weak foot. He's so talented, man. He's like a Joao Cancelo, really. Yeah. To your so mind. In a way, it might be like uh, a good thing that Mbappe doesn't come. It's better to because go for the team quantity. Is, the team is not in, in, in this Manchester United shape where we have to get somebody, right? Um, we're in actually decent enough shape where there's, there's depth lacking in certain areas, but there's, you know, a good depth. In a bunch. So, you know, we have that. Um, you know, I'll be thinking in the next week or two uh, on. And there's going to be rumors, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll move on from Real Madrid. You know, that that was a bummer for sure. But, uh, but life, life goes on. Yeah, big game ahead, too. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. packed week. Packed week. A culmination, really. So we won't have many previews to go into. Um, uh, there's one fun thing, I guess, going back to the whole Manchester City thing is uh, Jack Grealish, man. His uh, first league title, first season with City. Um, I don't know, you know, beyond football, because I, I don't know if it was a great season for him. It wasn't terrible, like some might want to portray it. Yeah, I think I, that's I would say it was lukewarm. It, yeah, it was we'll good. We'll give him a B, B minus. Yeah, it, it's like a passing grade, a but B- it's minus. not like he, he didn't amaze. Or, Shit, I would love a B minus in high school. Yeah. Um, and by the way, like people won't maybe haven't even tried to paint it this way. Without his goal against West Ham, we're not celebrating a league title. Um, without certain uh, his, his first goal in the first game of the season against Norwich. Shitty goal. But I mean, little moments like this that were the deal breaker, you know, Maybe another player would have came on and scored it too, but I'm saying like he played his role and um, 
beyond anything, man, he he was having a blast. He was off uh, his that, ass, that, and that's what I want to talk about. Is that he was a he was having a great time, man. Yeah, and just and an absolute pers- personally bender. in that same position. You know, it's your first league win, and it, you know, and it was as close as it was. Yeah, I'm partying just as hard. Oh hell yeah, dude! And hell I'm partying yeah. just as fucking hard as as Jack Grealish, man. That motherfucker had a great time. All the interviews he was doing were hilarious. I, I just don't understand why people had a problem with it. You know, and I, and I was having this conversation with Amilcar earlier. I was like, I feel like there's something about his kind of flamboyance and his very jolly and, and happy-go-lucky attitude that's very not, you know, parallel to what British culture is and, like, what they normally embrace. You know, it's kind of like Beckham received a lot of vitriol in that sense. It's like... The guy's just different. But he wasn't even like that either. He, no, but like, th- this Beckham guy, yeah. was like a very serious guy. Yeah, he was like obviously a beautiful man, but yeah, you know he he wasn't like Grealish is outgoing. You know he's you know well, he's he, obviously he, a good time. He whips his hair. Yeah, he does all this, but he also has a his sense of humor is very. He's not very media trained per se. He's just like he says what's on his mind, and, yeah, exactly. and sometimes it's it can be straddling the line of of you know you know you know English PC people culture. love dry humor, and he's he's not like that. He's just very he's no filter. He's goofy, you yeah. know. He's 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 out there. Um, he's not quite David Brent, more like Michael Scott. Exactly, exactly, and um, well, yeah, man, uh, seeing him enjoy it was was just amazing. It was and, kind of worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Like as an outsider, as a neutral, because I was I loved all those videos of you know him uh, ragging on a uh, on Bernardo Silva, yeah, uh, on Mares too, on Mares, <laughs> on Almiron, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah um, and then obviously Pep being just the coolest guy. Ah oh, man, that guy, yeah, he he was having the time of his life. You know, I feel like he really you know, this win. I think was was in the Pep era. Was I think. The best one. Yeah, because um, this was his first typical City moment in that sense where it's like it had to come down to the final last minutes of a game. And it was like, man, he I mean, he was in tears after the title. Like, I don't know if you saw that when they panned did, out yeah, to him. Did, it's yeah. like that you don't really get that side of him. So, yeah, it definitely it's one. He'll I don't remember. think I've ever seen him like that. Nah, it's never. I mean, it's crazy, right? It's crazy to say and think that. But I think he's really happy where he's at. And um we're hoping that he signs an extension, but he said he's not going to decide until the end of next season. So that 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 kind of does leave you Fair. on the fence. But I which mean, is which is kind of crazy because Klopp extended till I think twenty six was it or twenty? How when was it that Klopp extended? I think twenty six. Yeah, twenty twenty six. So I mean, that's that's still a big question mark. But all all media reports say he's inclined to stay longer. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean. I don't. I don't know if Holland signs if he didn't get reassurances. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there, there's a lot of factors to it, but yeah, man, it was nice to see everybody have a good time. Kyle Walker too. You know that that dude was he was wilding and you know as well. And John Stones, fuck man, it must be sick to party with those dudes. Um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, I didn't see any any crazy John Stones dances, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or, or maybe not yet. But you know, we we did talk about some of the biggest winners. We have to talk about the the last the, the last losers. Yeah, yeah, the last guy um, to get out of the dance. So we already knew that Norwich was going down. We knew that uh, that Watford was going down. So, and then uh, actually, we didn't even talk about this. But yeah. last Thursday, uh, Everton was playing uh, against uh, who the fuck did they play? 
Everton? Yeah, Everton. They had a win. Oh, they were playing against Crystal Palace. Yeah, yeah. They were down 2-0. And they they were also in it, but on Thursday, they were down 2-0 and somehow got a fucking 3-2 result. And those three points were enough to see them out uh, and to survive the uh, the relegation. So really, it was just between uh, Burnley and Leeds. And uh, Leeds actually, uh, Leeds wins. Leeds, 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 and Leeds. And Burnley, uh, they had a tough night out against, I think it was Brighton. Mm-hmm. Shout out Brighton. Yeah. How long has it been since Burnley have a... Oh, man. I don't have the exact date, but I I want to say say seven, eight years. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while, man. And it's been something that I've been wanting. Most of the... Yeah, most of the league. And then... Yeah, they're just... I mean, even their political views are shit, um, you know, in my opinion. But, I mean, yeah. Don't let the door hit you when you're walking out. Yeah, exactly. Don't let the door hit you when the Lord split you. Yeah. And what you did to Sean Dyche was outright... Yeah, and a lot of people say that they deserve to lose just because of that. That's a bit harsh. At, at least that's what I saw on Reddit. But um, yeah, that that was it. And Rafinha, uh, oh man, Rafinha was actually the hero for Leeds. Um, well, he's the best player, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely but him. Jack Harrison scored the winner, and uh, he was celebrating. You could see Rafinha with the fans. That was a that was a that really was cool sick. picture, man. You don't really see that a whole lot, and he's just in the middle of the stands, just. You know, sure it all. Imagine how insane that is for the fans too. The stories they they'll have for the rest. Yeah, of their exactly. Life. Leads stay up, and they're gonna make it their third season in a row. Yeah, man. Um, and it's like, dude, I'm not gonna lie. The the, the steer of the boat with for Jesse Marsh has gone very well. And then it, Marcelo it, was a hard guy to follow. It was up. um, it was very. I don't know. He had he's had his moments, right? He started off well, and then things went shit for like three or four games. And then in the end, he's managed to get enough points to stay up. Yeah, he stringed some good results together. He's there. added person a different personality to t- Bielsa. Bielsa's personality is just work hard, and right? he's a tactics freak. Fo- fo- focus and Bielsa's tactics are, I think, are too advanced for the players that he actually has. That 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 can be valid, but you know that that's you know, always been Marcelo Bielsa's yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Like he he's not he's not going to compromise. Exactly. He does, and, and you know that that drives me nuts. But you know that's yeah. that's his preference. He, he's and very he's a rigid in, in the way yeah. he works, and uh, and that's a good thing. But it, it's also it can also be a bad thing. And whereas Jesse Marsh, you could see him being a little more. He, he's a little more flexible in in his uh, ideologies uh, uh, with with football. Um, and I think his man management has really struck a chord with those players. I'll have to say he he has a strong dominion on the language, and I know that's that's a bit of a of a knock on Marcelo. It's not his fault. It's foreign country, but just the ability to really communicate well to the guys, and 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 you know, just there there is a sense of charisma with Jesse Marsh, and he has that Scott Parker effect almost. I don't know if you saw his uh, when he was speaking to his guys in the final game for promotion. It's 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 a big deal to some players, uh, you know? and um, I think some people are gonna clown Jesse Marsh for his Americanness. Yeah, but I, I think it's a credit to him and being unashamedly himself. He doesn't try to be English, or he doesn't try to do things the English way. He just does things the way he sees fit. Yeah, and then that also kind of speaks to his flexibility with with, with his uh, ideologies in football. Um, and you're right. I do. I do see a, an effect for him. He's got. He has a. He has a long way to go, though, to 
you know, hopefully Leeds don't find themselves in this situation next season. I don't think they will, brother. Truthfully. Well, they're they're signing somebody that you're very excited about. Oh, uh, well, yeah, he's an ornament to it. But no, if you if you watch the well, he's an upgrade J- on whoever they have there right now. Oh no, he's gonna do amazing. But it's just what what, uh, what his well. style is. If you watched Leipzig and and even Red Bull Salzburg back then, it's a high press system, and I think it it adapts so well to the Prem. And um, he he's gonna have a whole off season to enforce it. He picked up crumbs that that weren't his, and he's gonna have to throw those away, and now build his own pie, and and do his thing. And and I think his recipe will stick, man. Truthfully, but obviously I'm kind of rooting for him as an American. I think he's the best American manager ever. I'll say that now. Um, and Bob Bradley's a Off good shot. What? Oh well, he actually has European titles under his belt. <sighs> you know. It's like nobody else does. It's a very shallow pool for U.S. Ah, man. I'll, I'll still, like... You'll go Bob Bradley? Um, <laughs> no, I'll go uh, Greg Berhalter. Nah, I'm ah, just kidding. Fair play, fair uh, play. I'll still give it to... Um, what's his name? You know his name. Uh, Bruce Arenas. Oh, uh, Bruce Arenas. He's cool. Just off longevity. And maybe he never... I don't even know if he managed in, in um, Europe before, but... He didn't. Bob Bradley did, though. But he, he struggled. And yeah, oh, it's Swansea, yeah, that's yes, right. Yeah, Swansea and somewhere else, I forgot. Uh, somewhere he, in Italy. Yeah, and, and also in like some oh, Sweden, Scandinavian yeah, country. Yeah, 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 but, you're right, um, you're right. Um, you know, it, I know it's, it, it's, it's hard for me to just give it to him just right off the bat. But Bruce Arena's for me, Bob Bradley, and I guess you could say Jesse Marsh. Yeah, for me, he's already passed them, but I know it's premature, but it's the same yeah, way I, a, I feel like people speak of Pulisic, you know? Yeah. It's and, just like there's and a level. Still, and I'll still put Donovan and Dempsey over Pulisic. Fair play. But, but Pulisic's on his way. I for, think, sure. for sure. I mean, yeah, no, for sure. I, I already think he's passed it, but I mean, it's going to take a full career for some people, to, and, and I, I totally respect that. Longevity's a big deal. And, it is, it is, it is. And yeah. yeah, that's something that Marsh doesn't have yet, so we'll have to wait. We'll see. Um, and, uh, but yeah, congrats to Leeds, man. I was happy to yeah, see you. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I was happy. You know, I have my affinity for for Leeds, and uh, and you know, I don't like Burnley. So you know, things panned out on that end for me. Um, and uh, we have uh, a, a Nottingham Forest. No, wait, no, it's um, no, you're Fulham. right. Fulham. Ah, who else? I'm gonna double Bournemouth. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, Championship promotion. Yeah, it's it's between Nottingham Forest and creating uh, the other team. Oh shit! I put champion, so it's sending me a bunch of fucking ads. But yeah, so far Fulham, Bournemouth, Bournemouth coached by Scott Parker too. So familiar faces coming back up, and Andre Silva. Oh yeah, no, Huddersfield, Huddersfield, and and, uh, and Nottingham Forest. So are you rooting for Huddersfield? Nottingham. Damn man, I think all my friends are rooting for Nottingham too, and except Ernie. Ernie really hates them because they're basically the other team in the Midlands, uh, so basically Leicester's counterpart. And he only likes Leicester because they won that year. Yeah, but you know, I and I'll I, say that. And and Nottingham Forest can even shit on Man City, by the way. And I shit on Leicester City the same way. I'm oh, like, you mean in a, they in have terms European? Of, yeah, they have man. European cups. You know, someone uh, someone was saying that. Who's it? Who there's a player that that Aston Villa got uh, from from France from that played in the second place. You know, I wish I, I had this uh, info on me, but they're in second place and they used it as a point to as a measuring stick to say, "Oh, are we really going to say that in, the English league is not as strong as X, XXX?" Uh, like, uh, 
Okay, one, yes, it's obvious that the English league, the, the Premier League is better than League One. Two, the, guy's a, the guy was a free agent. And, and then and then they went further and said, uh, and he also went to Villa because of their history. Who the fuck is going to 14th place Aston Villa because they won a European Cup however many years ago? Who the fuck is thinking that? Oh, they go because of the history. Give me uh, a fucking break. I, I, I'm so cynical to even that, that idea that, oh, they have the history. I'm going to Milan because of their history. How about Leicester? Are you going to Leicester for their history? No, absolutely not. You're not uh, going anywhere... That's not a super a super established club like like United like like Liverpool City no, Bayern no, Munich City has Juve. no no City doesn't no we don't Juve, have a seat at the table uh, Real Madrid Barcelona Arsenal. Atletico you're not going to unless you're not going to those teams don't talk about history don't talk about history because because whatever relevance that even Black uh, Blackburn had the Aston Villa had Nottingham had but their relevance Pulse was mouth. fucking nowhere. Nowhere within the last 30 years. So I don't want to fucking hear it. Don't. It, 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 it doesn't matter. Leeds, they, they've won. Uh, they won in fucking 1981. I don't give a fuck. No one gives a fuck. Fair honestly. play, fair play. No one um, gives a fuck, man. But yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting doesn't for Nottingham as, as well. I, I'd like to see him yeah. come up. Yeah. Uh, but I like yeah. a few other players, too. I wish I could uh, tell you the names off of my head. If I saw them, I, I'd be able to say. No, no doubt, no doubt. And then the name Huddersfield, I don't like it. I used to watch them a bit. They have a... Well, they used to be in the league, I think, as recent as 2013. Yeah. They they used to have Danny Williams and uh, American International. Not anymore, but... And they have Dewan Holmes now, so... Another American, but... I was going to say, oh, it has to be an American. Ah. Yeah, but that Um, wraps it up there for for the Prem, really. Well, and... uh, Well, we also kind of have to glance on the fourth position, don't we? Uh yeah, Tottenham secured the bag. Yeah, Tottenham uh, had to beat Norwich, which yeah. <laughs> they did. They beat Norwich, and he's like, "I'm not the one." <laughs> they beat Norwich, and uh, you know, Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal have to settle for uh, Europa League, and that's an improvement on last year. It is, and uh, yeah, where they didn't get any European football. Um, Tottenham are. Pretty good, I have to say. Son, um, well, before we get into the Golden Boot talk, because I did want to talk about a little bit about that. Um, I think we're. Are, do you want to? Are we past the Premier League now? Yeah. I guess when like throughout the off season, we'll be able to talk a little bit more. And there are tra- a lot of good rumors involving yeah. the Prem that I will touch like the on bigger there. teams and stuff. Um, today was the first edition, or this season was the first edition of the Europa Conference League. Which uh, I think is a good thing for the lower tier teams that aren't really going to get a whole lot of play. You know, think teams like uh, like Roma, who who actually won it today. They it was their first uh, major European title in over sixty years or something like that. So yeah, uh, I guess but, you can say first ever. But yeah, I mean, Nottingham have as many. Yeah, Nottingham have two European yeah. cups. Not even not even like a Europa League. No, they have two Champions League. Yeah, because um, it's Europa Conference. You know, it's the first one. It's the inaugural one, so that's always dope. But it's, it's good. But but teams like um, like Roma, like Feyenoord, like um, Wolves, uh, I guess even Leicester, uh, you know, Betis, uh, Athletic Bilbao, those teams Wigan. that are never going to get a sniff of Europa. They're never even going to 
they're probably never going to qualify for Champions League uh, unless they have like one exceptional season for their standard. Madre you know, it, it's a competition for those teams, uh, even and even in greater Europe like Bulgaria, Hungary, uh, S- Switzerland, Sweden. You know, those teams that have that just don't have chances to compete with the other clubs in the stronger leagues. It's a chance for them to to win some European silverware, which I think is a a good thing. And I don't I don't think we'll ever conflate winning the Europa Conference League to winning the Champions League or giving it that much significance. But uh, I think it's significant and worth mentioning and, and worth giving credit to the teams that are winning. And today it was Roma, managed by uh, Jose Mourinho. And that, I think that was the story that took over. Was Jose. It was his fifth European title mm-hmm. in five tries in European finals. Mm-hmm. So he's famous for winning the, the Champions League with, uh, with Porto... Inter and did he win one with Chelsea? I think he did. Yeah, he did. And then winning uh Europa, Europa with, with United. Uh, Manchester United and winning the first conference league. So it's his first season with Roma. And the joke was that you know he's an expert at, at cups and Tottenham sacked him days before their own European League Cup. Yeah, yeah. Or English League Cup. So and that's the only team that he ended up not getting silverware with. Um, make of that what you will, but uh, yeah, congratulations Roma. They beat Feyenoord from the Dutch league. I think one of their more notable teams. Yeah, Zaniolo, man, what, what a player! Yeah. <laughs> what a player! Him and Tammy Abram. Tammy, scammy got, Tammy, a, man. He had a great season. Yes, sir. Uh, for his standard, you know, I don't know <laughs> if I'd be willing to put him up there with. the some of the best yeah. English strikers. But he's knocking I, I on the know. door. I, I guess I'd put him like in that Calvert-Lewin uh, Calvert-Lewin, sort of. Ollie Watkins wave. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Maybe a little bit higher than those guys. But uh, uh, Danny Ings, too. Danny I, I, Ings, Ings, I just Ings. don't know if I would put him. Jamie Vardy. Ah, uh, nah, we won't you know, touch I don't even. Him, I don't dude. even think I would put him in that in that sort of category, dude. It's crazy because he's he's probably leading all of those names you mentioned in goals scored in the league. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm it's sure, party, man. I'm sure. But, uh, but no, yeah, no, yeah I, I get you though. And we can't go. We can't forget about Chris Smalling. You know, playing like prime Maldini out there, dude. He had what a, a fucking game. Yeah, he was good. He was throwing tackles. You know, putting his body on the line. Yeah. Um. <laughs> You know, I always felt like Chris Smalling was a little underrated. I thought that um, they always should have held, but I think he knew that it, that the, it was a sinking ship. You know? Can you imagine how much they were shitting on him, and then you get um, McGuire, only for McGuire to not even be anywhere near what Chris Smalling was? Well, he can keep drinks cold. But no, I mean, yeah, credit to them and, and to Roma and, and their fans, man. They really have. Oh, been, they showed up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it means a lot for them. Yeah, it's been a while. They've been starved since uh, Totti and De Rossi and, and some of these other I don't think they've left. even won a league in forever. Oh, yeah. Another league is, I mean, to compete with the Milan clubs with Juve, it's it's just, it's too, too difficult. Napoli. Yeah, even, um, Atalanta, who's Atalanta. recently become Lazio. No, no, perdona. Pero if yeah. Leicester could do it, hey. Ah. <laughs> no, I, I shake my head to that. No, they're Damn. you know they they got to enjoy what they got, and it's it's huge for them because they're starved of it. Um, 
And uh, you know, I, you know, I'm a I'm a big Jose Mourinho fan. I love Jose Mourinho, and I'm happy for him. Um, so yeah, credit to them. Congratulations, yeah. and Feyenoord actually played really good football. Yeah. I can't. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I, that I watch them on a weekly basis. Hell no. But what I saw today, they're they're very much in that total football mold, that yes. Dutch way of playing football. Dutch. And the Dutch, for some reason, play really good football. And maybe they don't develop players or they don't have the money, but... They're on a drought right there, now. There's always... The Dutch presence is very strong within world football. You know, the Their influence is crazy. Well, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the crazy thing, it's like it's the stars having a line for them because when, when they had yeah. one of the best, midfield, yeah. best midfields ever, um, terrible defense, and now that they have a great defense with Van Dijk and... You know, Casper Sillison was decent, but I mean, you, you know, have, you also have like the league, the league, exactly. You have like a solid bunch back there, but now it's you're lacking the attacking, which they've always been known for. They had Robert Van Persie, Dirk Kite, they had you know Van Nistelrooy, uh, Van Nistelrooy, <laughs> Wesley Arge, Schneider, Arjen Robin. You know, it's just yeah. So it's like the 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 they have to get a golden jangler. You know, now they have Frankie De Jong and these defenders we mentioned, but they need that final third to develop. Right and, now, look and and you know me. I am very much not a Depay fan. And that's their best attack. Yeah, him, Bergwijn, Wijnaldum, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and Wijnaldum's not even getting called up just well, due to his lack of playing time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're suffering a bit. I mean, their best striker on form right now is probably Luke de Jong. Oh, what a player. <laughs> yeah, and he had a great season for Barcelona, my yeah, guy. definitely, and he was not bad at Seville. But he just wasn't the guy because Yusuf El Nazeri. Yeah. Who fell off, by the way, but last season, yeah, this past season, you know, was who just fell a far off. Cry. I think he I think he had a, an ankle injury that he was carrying all season. Who fell off harder though? Him or Bruno Fernandez? Bruno Fernandez. Um he uh, man. Tough Bruno, season. Bruno him. had just a tough season. But for the longest time he had like the highest chances created. Yeah. I mean, probably, he's probably up there in terms of uh, the Prem. But to see the chances, you have to use your imagination. And it's like well, the, SpongeBob. The, that attack, other than uh, Ronaldo, was just the fucking... Who had a good season, by the way. I think uh, that's that's another one of the highlights of the Prem this year was Ronaldo's inclusion. Do you want to do our top, uh, the, our team of the season? For yeah, the definitely. Prem? I think we should get into it. And All right. Let's do it. We'll uh, show. All right. Uh, do you want to go first or should I? Uh, you go first. Ah, man, that's too much pressure. Yeah, I'll, okay. So I'm going to start off with my keeper, and you're probably going to be a hard disagree on this. Um, De Gea is my starting keeper. I, yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, we had discussed. Previous. Yeah, yeah, we had talked about that. Um, and for the simple reason that I like my keepers to keep. I like them to, to make saves. Yes, they allowed a lot of goals, but that's also because United have a shit defense, and... Um, I think when your defense is really good, it's hard to say that you're a really good keeper. Which is not to say that you're a bad keeper. It's just, and you have your own purposes, and not necessarily with stopping shots. But if you, if you see a limited amount of shots going towards your net, you know it's hard to gauge really. Anyway, moving on, uh, my center backs, Van Dyke for me is one of my starting center backs. Yeah, the other um. 
I don't know. You might not agree with this. Uh, actually, you might not agree with a lot of my list, but uh, 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 Romero, Christian Romero mm. from Tottenham. I think he's a very solid center back. I think he had a great season. And then for my left back, I was kind of conflicted. Um, but I'm going to start Cucurella. But I also have Andy Robertson on, on the left. And I and I could definitely see uh, uh, Cancelo making it too. But, you know, mm. that would be, I guess, my three in that order. Yeah. On the right, I was struggling. And, and this one was hard for me. But I had to go with uh, Trent. But the my my second option was Reese James. I think Reese James. So you're is going with the five back line. Hmm. Because uh, oh wait, oh wait, you're talking about oh the right back now. Sorry, sorry. I thought you were talking about the right wing. I was like, are you oh, going yeah. like a right wing back or no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah, um, just four defenders, three three midfielders, and three uh, attack. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was between Reese James and Trent Arnold, and I had to go with Trent. And then uh, in my mid, I honestly just straight up Kevin De Bruyne. Um, but this is where I had a few problems, like picking a player. Because mm-hmm. uh, I had Rodri as my holding, but I also was conflicted between him and Rice. Declan yeah. Rice. Yeah, that's um, that's who I picked. Th- those two. Those two for me were, were you know, in, in that conversation. And who the fuck was my other mid? Um, fuck, I really wish I brought my list. Uh, my other mid was uh shit. Was he more of an attacker or like a holding? Um Honestly, I don't know. Man, this is bothering me now. We could come back to it. Yeah, 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 we'll have so to So you're come. missing one mid, but it'll probably come to you when you mention the other players. Yeah, yeah. And on the on on the attack, I, I was kind of all over the place. Cuz I wanted to put Ronaldo um I definitely have Son up there. Son was like my only. Like, he, he was a shoe in, I think. Yeah. yeah, he was my only shoe in, along with De Bruyne and um, like Van Dyke. Um, but yeah, I had Son, but I also wanted to put Salah, Mane, but um, I think uh, I I think I also had Saka on there as well, like just as periphery. Yeah, as like honorable mentions. Yeah, um, but it was Son. Sala and uh, fuck Wills. Uh, I think I started Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's what I did. Yeah. Fair play, fair play. Uh, have you thought of that midfielder yet? Or no, I couldn't remember. I think that's also what I was trying to remember too. Yeah, so I just, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, Tiago. Oh, Tiago. Yeah. Okay. Fair play. But I had him split with somebody else too, so yeah, yeah. It, it was just like a very messy list. But that—that's the gist of what I had, um, kind of all over the place. Fair play, fair play. Yeah, uh, for me, uh, starting at goalkeeper, I, I went with Alishon. Um, it so was to be, did, did you want to seem objective <clears throat> with that? No, no, I, 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 I Genu- genuinely. Well, they both got. I know they both got the Golden Glove, but that's its own topic because obviously the teams they play in are so ball dominant, hardly concede. But what it came down to was their ball progression, and I looked at stats. Ultimately, this season, Allison ended up with more assists. Um, so he registered an assist, 
Uh, Ederson didn't. And then honorable mention for me was Mendy. I thought he had a strong season despite a, a very, you know, a, a defense that had a lot of holes oh, in it. Oh, yeah. I also had Rudiger on my D. De- oh, I had uh, Kovacic on my list. Okay. That was my other midfielder. Yeah. Kovacic. Oh, I love yeah. his game. I love his game. He's solid, yeah. I love me some Kovacic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but so I went with Ali Shun, and then um, at right back, I went with Trent. Um, I think he, you know, it's undeniable right now. I think Kyle Walker, given his uh, older age now, he's, you know, it, he's given up that torch. I, th- I thought always. Well, um, he, he's starting to break down. Not, I wouldn't say slow down. wise but he's still I, very I wouldn't good. say slow down because he, I don't think he's lost a step just yet. Just, just the fact that the injuries are starting to make more of an impact on his game. Yeah, yeah. So I gave it to Trent also on the on the fact that he's such a good playmaker. Um, oh, obviously, yeah, he has yeah. his deficiencies on de- on defense, but on a team like this, it's like you're a goalkeeper. You're you're also not going to get tested as much. And and Trent, mm-hmm. when he's been tested, he's been exposed a few times. But but he's also you know he's also good at winning the ball back. You know he's very good at reading uh, reading the other teams passes and, and I think, doing interceptions i think he's he's um but he's still a liability in that regard um With like 1v1s yeah, yeah 1v1s. definitely yeah. i mean that's where kyle walker excels but like say trent going forward is much better much like Cancelo, who yeah. i have on my other and, wing. and also trent has a propensity to fall asleep on plays that too, and then he makes up for it with his set pieces. It's amazing what yeah, he does. His, yeah, he's that's that's what really won it for me. I, I think he was one of the best assisters of the league. Yeah, I didn't. I actually forgot to see who who finished. His top assist in numbers that. Are, are pretty ridiculous for yeah, a defender, yeah, definitely, or a player positioned as a defender anyway. And across the field at, at left back, I, I went with Joao just because. Um, I mean, yeah, he's. A stud. I, I I was he's stuck. A stud. I I did. I love Cuckoo. I love Marco Alonso, who had a, a massive season. I really wanted to give it to him. I, I also had him there, yeah. Uh, but I went with Joao because, uh, one, it's not his position, but he plays it and excels, you know, and, and his output is very good there. So I went with Joao. Um, and then my two center backs were Virgil van Dijk, Antoine Rudiger, who I thought had a good showing despite a very shaky defense. He was the only guy that was, you know, Consistently good. You can't bench him. He, he starts every game. Yeah. And then also my, the fastest player in the league. Yeah, yeah, he has. He's tall, and, and he when he gets in stride, it's like man, you can't really uh, fend them off. Um, much like Virgil, in some senses too, is just big bodies, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my holding mid was Declan Rice. I I nagged with it. I it was between him and Rodri. I didn't want to make it too city heavy, to, you know. I I didn't want to be biased, but I went with Declan Rice. And another honorable mention for me was Fabinho, who I thought was very good this season. Yes, yes. Um, yes. I think Kovacic, another guy, you know, uh, Hoysberg. There's a lot of really good ones this season. But Declan Rice, for me, was the – he was the cut, you know, a cut above. Um, and then my two attacking mids were Kevin De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva. I thought they were both – I mean, some of the goals that Bernardo scored this season, for one. And I'll give it to you with Thiago, too. He scored, scored some nice goals this season. But Bernardo, for me, his consistency is pressing off the ball. Not yeah. the glamorous goals and assists. I had to start him. I, I put a, I, I didn't put the Thiago because of his goals or assists. I put him more just based on his ability to control tempo, to, to dictate, uh, you know, uh, the short and mid-range. Mm-hmm. And facilitation between the back and, and front. He's a, he's a metronome for for that team. Kind of a, a lot of ways that, that Rodri is for City. Yeah, yeah. And he and you know his his uh, reading of like in, interception. Anyway, I'm I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, so it was KDB Bernardo. 
in the mid for me there going forward. Yeah, you cannot put KDB. It's well, just player yeah. of the season. I mean, up there with Salah and, and Son in terms of, um, you know, like we say, you can't bench these guys. Unplayable. Uh, and in my front three, this is. I think it's a little controversial, my starting striker, because he had such a bad start to the season. But I put Harry Kane. Oh. And the reason why is because he still ended up finishing top five in scoring and top five in assists. And for me, that's that's super meaningful. I wanted to give it to Ronaldo, but he's more one-dimensional. He was the guy on penalties uh, for some parts of the season. And, and another reason why I also picked Sun is because Golden Boot, but with no penalties, that's insane for me. Like, fuck. Yeah. That means you really got your work in. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kane and Sun, for me, I'm not a big Spurs guy, but those guys excel at their position so much. That they're just, you, you can't deny it. And um, obviously, like, Mane misses out, a guy that I wanted to put on. Uh, really was the next guy after Kane for me. But uh, the final position was Salah. I picked Salah. Another golden yeah. boot tying. Um, I think the problem with Salah that can skew people's perceptions is that as a new, maybe I'm not a neutral, actually. I, I antagonize him. But I'm saying it wasn't his best season. But even then, there's not many better. And I I look back to the goal he scored against City. That was brilliant. You know, some of the some of both the, of them in yeah, that first game. Yeah. So, and some of the other moments in big games, he showed up. He kind of dwindled down after Afcon and during. But you know, I think he he was is very tired. Yeah. His yeah. legs are are starting to escape him. And he's a player uh, that we've known. He's relied a lot on his pace. And he's looked a bit slow lately. I have to say, his legs look heavy. Yeah, but his his um, you know, his poacher ability in the box, poacher ability, and his uh, he's a pretty good playmaker too. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. And you know, there's guys like Jota that just miss out as well. I thought he was amazing. Hmm. Um, I I think um, City don't really have any players that that you know amaze at that position. But Mares, I think throughout the whole season was just sparking it up in every comp. So he deserves honorable mentions, but those those are my final three, and and yeah, man, I mean, I'm pretty yeah, happy with the Yeah, but Kane is a uh, not horrible. It's, it's, it's actually I, I wouldn't even say that. It's actually pretty good because I, I had a sneaking suspicion that you might pick Kane, and I and actually thought about putting him on, on yeah. like on a short list, but just the fact that he was he horrible, so slow. Yeah. he was horrible up until. I don't know, January. But do you feel this? Like, say, he was bad those those few months, but when he had the ball, you, you still had faith in him, no, and he I, played he, well. He still know? played well, I think. Yeah. But, I, you know, for the purposes of having, you know, a team of the season, it, I just couldn't ignore that first half. Yeah, yeah. And, no. and, I, and I, I do think that he more than made up for that without as many goals as we're used to seeing him. Right. I still think he had an amazing season. What, what pushed me over the edge to put him on was this – Last remainder of the season, you know, this last these last few months, like I don't know if you remember, but some of the balls that he was playing into his teammates, the Sun, sometimes uh, it was uh, um, Kulisevsky. It's like, oh, man, they were just all really good and, balls, and, and I'm like, man, that's so amazing to be good at that as well. It's and, fucking crazy. And I was very tempted to put Kulisevsky like on a short list. He was very good. Yeah, I, I was very tempted to put Luis Diaz on the short list. It's yeah. just they they didn't have that. Like they they weren't there half the season, so it's. I don't think it's fair to put them over anybody else. Um, uh, another kind of like notable players, James Ward Prowse. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're talking about a lot of players that were in that sort of top six. Yeah. Strictly. Yeah. Right. It's hard to not put, but we have Cucurella, 
And I think James Ward Prowse. I'm an honorable shout Jared Bowen, who had an amazing oh, season. Oh, he was also on my list, like yeah. on my short list. But Jared know, Bowen was, yeah, yeah, he was there. I would want to put him above Salah, just Salah had more goals. Oh, yeah, m- much more. But, but yeah, he was Jared also Bowen on my, is on West He was Ham. also on my three, uh, stri- uh, on my top three. Yeah, you're right. So, he, yeah, he, for me, he's the most improved player of the year, by the way. Most improved. Um, and then, yeah, there's, there, in the lower half, you know, there was some really good players as um, well. Yeah, and again, it's hard Rafinha, to put those. You know. Yeah, exactly. He's like the only one in the lower half. Yeah, uh, it's just hard to put anybody that's not in top six because they're not playing at the highest level. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and every, yeah, every I think team. Also, Odegaard had a really good season. Needs a manager this season. Uh, well, manager of the season officially went to uh, Pep. Did it? No, I thought it went. to I mean, Jürgen I'm sorry, Klopp. Uh, Klopp. Yeah, 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 Klopp. Not, uh, who was mine? Um, I'm not sure, but there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of people kind of upset about that because he he was in first place, less than Ole, less than um, all these other teams. Yeah, and you know that's all good and where all good and well, but where are those teams? Yeah, you know all those teams ended up in sixth, seventh place. So I don't, the fact that he was up there the whole time speaks a whole lot. Um, I don't know. Do we just give manager of the season to the manager that wins it? I think that's valid, right? I don't. It's not even fair to have that. It's kind of. It's kind of hard. Stupid. You also have to factor in like some of the difficulties the managers go through. Like for me, I think Thomas Frank on merit. I think what he's done with that group is amazing. Uh, and and same with Jesse Marsh. <laughs> Jesse Marsh, but even Patrick Vieira, man. Like what he did uh, in yeah, change of he has to be up there. Yeah. Okay, so right off the bat, you're eliminating three managers. Or five or six because usually the teams that are getting relegated sack their managers. So right off the bat, three teams of managers not making the cut. And then, okay, uh, 17, 16, 15, 14, uh, what have you – like you can't – you also can't honestly be in the running. So that only leaves 13 teams for managers. And then how do you give it to the middle teams? Okay, so it has to be the top two, top three managers, right? Like – Essentially, yeah. It's a weird. Yeah, it's a weird. uh, It's very narrative driven. Yeah, I think so. And people hesitate to give it to the guy that wins it just because it's too easy. Yeah, yeah. And and that's why we shouldn't do it. I don't. I think it's a stupid award. (laughs) It's not fair. I I, well, I don't. I'm of the opinion that it doesn't always belong to the champion. But if if it's not going to be to the champion, don't give it to the second place guy. Give it to the guy who, who overperformed with a very small budget mm-hmm. on a team that just got promoted. That's why, for me, Thomas Frank really set the standard in that regard. But, you know, you can't knock out, for me, like I said, Patrick Vieira was really good. Um, uh, you know, Graham Potter, I guess. Graham Potter, you know, uh, David Moyes, I think. Arteta. Arteta. Well, well the team that, that made a jump, too, right? I, I don't know. I, I, it's I think crazy, it's, yeah. I think it's, um, yeah, David Moyes and his boys. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I there's gotta there's gotta be some I there, think culmination no, prize like with players. It's a player yeah, and season. even there it's it's a little murkier because we're giving it uh, who who got player of the season? Oh, De Bruyne, right? Yeah, yeah. And, Kevin De Bruyne. And then they're like, oh, it's not the one that matters. The one that matters is the PFA. Oh God. Uh, okay, I, I guess right. Yeah. The, and to me, I don't have a problem with De Bruyne winning it. Um. Kind of, but... I, I don't. I, I mean, yeah. you have the son 
who is my is going to be my player of the year. Yeah. Uh, Salah, obviously, they're tied for the Golden Boot, and then there's really no one else, right? De Bruyne. Well, those three players uh, is what I meant. Yeah, Ronaldo. <laughs> no, uh, absolutely not. No. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. But with with managers, it's very results driven. I think. Well, yeah. It's hard to give it to someone in the lower half, in my opinion. And I, I know, I know, but it's easy to give it to somebody in, in the top half because they have it easy. Let's be honest. I um, mean, you know, it's. I mean, with the budgets they have and the players they have, the talent, and you know, it's yeah. it's just a little easier. I, I mean, yeah. But I mean, I think it isn't significant to win the title to win it. I wouldn't give it to the second place team, but you know, in a cumulative sense, Liverpool have had an amazing season. But they're all tournaments separated from the Premier League, yeah. and it's a Premier League I, award. You also have to consider they they went deep in every competition, and 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 that's great and all. But like, it's a Premier League. Um, I feel like it's a Premier League trophy. It's not, and that's that's what I'm saying. I understand why and, they gave it to Klopp, and, and that's what I'm saying is it becomes narrative driven. Yeah. Right. So like the the manager, yes, it is Premier League. Like that, you have to look at, but you're also thinking like, oh, he did this while they were doing that. Yeah. Well, we were. These we are were, considerations. Yeah, yeah. I, that's all. I, I don't. I don't agree that it goes to Klopp. I, don't, I actually don't. I don't think it should go to either Klopp or, or Pep. Well, that, that, my pick is Thomas Frank, but if it's anybody else, yeah. it should be Pep for me. But yeah, exactly. If it's not, you know, just give it to the fucking winner, and, uh, and then and then we'll we'll just because they're obviously the guy that, that led the team, right? Yeah. <laughs> but some 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 years it's more unanimous, like Ranieri. You know, when he won it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Water, yeah, water, man. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes and gets sacked two uh, season and a half later. Fucking hell. Even le- was it less than a season later? I think it was like a season later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Love, right? Yeah. There are other things that I had in my notes. Um, let's see here. Oh, I wanted to talk to you about um, Everton because. Uh, you know, I, I did mention that they, they actually wrapped it up in, on Thursday. They needed a they needed three points in their last three games to survive uh, for next season, and obviously for other teams to lose or draw whatever. Um, but then on Thursday, they won very late in the game. I think off a Calvert Lewin goal, which was his first appearance this season, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, they went crazy. They invaded the pitch before the game was over. Yeah. Um, it's a very British thing. It, I th- And, whoa, a lot of the story revolved around uh, uh, Patrick Vieira getting aggressive with the fan that was being obnoxious to him. Yeah. And uh, I, don't think, I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't think he should get any punishment, which I think he did. <laughs> But fuck that, dude. Someone's in your face flipping you off, talking shit to you. Yeah. Yeah, they deserve to get a fucking... A bit of a kick. And then they're, and then that brings up the whole discussion of should, you know, pitch invasions even occur. Well, that's why they have fences in a lot of, like, say, other countries. But, yeah, it's it's pretty insane. I mean, it's just jubilee at one moment. And player, it's been a tradition in England for big games. There hasn't been too many as of late, really. This season, I feel like there were a lot. Um, but, yeah. It felt that way. It, yeah, it did. And pitch invasions. Obviously, we're getting fans back again, too, like more than ever. I mean, we've been in full fruition for the whole season, but this is the first culmination where it's like 
everybody's there. Full stadium, full scent, everything. Every time, yeah. And even there was a pitch invasion during the City game where um, the Villa keeper got hurt, you know? And, and I, I, know, I know this dude who actually broke in. He's banned from the stadium now uh, for breaking in. So it's like, yeah, they take it very serious. And, and it, it, it is an endangerment of safety. But I, I can't blame Vieira for the way he, he responded. I mean, I would do the same. Yeah, um, and they also got into Zaha's face. Like, they, like, flipped him off. Yeah. To be fair, the Frankfurt player to Mikel Antonio as well. I mean, the Frankfurt fan. He's like, ah, you lost. You came all the way here to take, all the way here to take an L. He's just like, yeah, my money's right, though. <laughs> my money's right. You know, and I, and you know me, yeah. I hate that. I hate uh, that argument. Um, you know that Floyd made with the argument, but or, or, but you're you're a big LeBron guy, though, right? Does LeBron say that? He's like, tomorrow you gotta wake up and, <laughs> and have the same problems. Me, I'm living good. I'm happy. Um, you know, paraphrasing, obviously. But yeah. To that, I, I don't. I, uh, it, it's a different thing. Same connotation though. Um, I'm I'm more privileged than you. You still gotta live the same miserable well, life I'm, after I'm this. I'm playing basketball for a living, or I'm playing sports for a living. Yeah, and you're on Twitter at work. Um, whoa, which which we well, all are. To be fair, I mean John Morant's at on Twitter at work. A lot of people are. <laughs> yeah. Um, KD. I just I, I think it's a I think it's obnoxious. It's not really classy at all. And you know me, I'm not a humble FC sort of guy. Ah. Uh, um, but going back to the whole pitch invasions thing, uh, it's just, well, I mean, addressing the whole thing with McCown, oh, you came to take a loss. You, you, I mean, there can only be one winner. <laughs> it's not, it's not like, you know, it's not like he wanted to lose or, or just, you know, came up and Gary showed up and, and, you know, decided that he wanted to not win. Uh, the Zaha and Vieira thing, it, it, I think it's fucked up. I, I think it's awesome to see the fans on the pitch celebrating with the team, and especially if the team feels okay enough. That's the cool. thing, though. I, I, I think it's a thing where you should read the room, but to act like an asshole to the opposing team of players, unless they're fucking assholes, uh, and I'm struggling to think of one player that's antagonistic. Like, say if there's a pitch invasion after the uh, Atletico Madrid game against City. Think about the shit that could have happened there. Yeah, exactly. Where There's the players are complete assholes. Animosity, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, these games, I didn't feel like it was that. Yeah, long. exactly. Now, and I'm also thinking of uh, instances like where if a player is disrespectful to the fans or something. Yeah. Like, like I don't a know KD, if, you know. I, I don't know if you remember. Uh, this was a long time ago, but Guatemoc Blanco, uh, I think it was in the Mexican league. He scored a penalty in a, in a big match. I. I I'm not even sure if it was a big match, but anyway, he scored a penalty, goes up to the post, does like a doggy dog walk, piss, yeah. and then does like a, he lifts his leg like a dog taking a piss on a post. Yeah. It, it, you know, and if they ended up losing that game and, you know, there was a pitch invasion. Yeah. And people are giving him shit and this and that. Yeah. 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 That, that, I think that's warranted. But that didn't happen. So we'll never, we'll, we're never going to know what would have happened. Oh, he would have gotten slid. Yeah, but no, a hundred percent. Yeah, but he didn't. I thought that was creative. It's like it's like me saying "soy perro." You know? I, I know. I I honestly love that sort of shithousery. Or like if you're like one on one with the goal and you just bow down and head the ball in. I love that, and it pisses people off. Or when Robbie Fowler went to the touchline and sniffed the whole goal line, people <laughs> were like, "He's a criminal." Yeah, shameless. This and that. No, I love when people antagonize the crowds because the crowds. 
are fucking assholes. I don't know if you remember this. I think it was in the same match. Um, I want to say it was Everton and, and Crystal Palace. Um, you know, I couldn't tell you for sure. Anyway, there was like a moment of time wasting or something or one of the players was kind of holding the ball back and a lady from the stands came no, in and like, smacked the, the player. Was yeah, it the Everton game? It was the Everton Palace game. Everton Palace, yeah. And she came and like leaned over and smacked, the, I think, Zaha or whoever it was. Yeah. And why why should that be allowed in me not being able to piss you off? Like, I want uh, to piss you off. And, there, you know, when, when a player scores, you see the crowd flipping them off, doing wang symbols. Yeah. Like, nah, I, I want to rile you guys up. I want to, like, like hear me or, or put my noise like or do, like, a shush. The Leeds fans were throwing shit at Jack Grealish. Exactly. And he, just throwing exactly. It in he, was, he was loving it. You know, uh, I would be that. I don't... Yeah, and that, that wasn't humble enough for me. I'm sure Pep had a talking with him, but... Masia, that, that, we don't do that. But, I mean, <laughs> fair play. Uh, but, yeah, pitch invasions, I think it's beautiful. But, man, the capacity, you can never, you don't never know what people are thinking. Just man. read the room. Yeah. Um, other More, more football news. Um, uh, Leipzig wins uh, the, the, the German Cup, the German League Cup. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, over uh, Freiburg, which they were losing, and they were down to uh, 10 men. Yeah. So and they went on penalties and uh, off of Nkunku goal Nkunku. to to draw it and and take it into extra time. Nkunku to Madrid. He had a great year, huh? Yeah. I don't want him at Madrid. Yeah, me neither. He's good. I mean, Joe just had a great year too. A few I would just say. Ago. I would just say. Don't don't go for <laughs> Nkunku. One, he's going to be expensive. Two, he's not going to pan out. <laughs> I could see him panning out at a. Uh, at a uh, like a buying. <sighs> no. <sighs> What's a, the the tier below? <whistles> Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal. Lyon. Lyon. Um, he is French. Um PSG. <laughs> you know. Well who wouldn't thrive at PSG? <whistles> Messi. Ah, <laughs> bum. <laughs> nah, just kidding. No, no, no. He no, got no, silver no, this that. year. You meant that Ronaldo didn't. But that's that's a different thing. Thanks topic. to Mbappe. Ah. Hey, fuck Mbappe, man. He's a money grabber. Anyways. Yeah, uh, no, congrats <laughs> to uh, Leipzig, who yeah. are about to just whiff out on everything. And Tyler Adams. We must uh, not oh, forget. Oh, no, no. Just what another happened? American. More silverware. Uh, more more Bleacher Report. Another win post. for the good guys. And uh, we've had a few adult beverages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man. Yeah, no, I, you know, and, and it was funny because I, I felt compelled to, to, to get you a pint. You know, I wish I was there celebrating. Oh, I, 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 I would have wilded it out too well, with myself. That, with that money, I actually got a pitcher for everyone. Like oh, all of us, we just fucking poured up. And right. Everyone, everyone pizza got on your... deck, and yeah, everybody start doing the Yaya Torre dance. You know, <laughs> it, was just, it was amazing. And keep in mind, I was, I was drunk when I showed up from the previous night. It was just a bender, <laughs> but I'm recovered now. One of the most legendary nights of my life, days of my life. You know, and uh, we always had this conversation where you prefer to wrap it up soon. Yeah, I'll take but that. but that elation, you know that 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 just it could have gone so wrong. Happiness, man. it could have gone so. I know, wrong, but man. like the fact that it did go right and that that it was almost last minute, like, you wouldn't have had that. I'm sorry, man. I lo- I love the sensation, but I'll still I'll still take I'll still take a comfortable one. 
Yeah. Because for a second, they handed me my food and I had a whiff and then it went away. They took away my food when we were down 2 0. I'm like, damn, I ain't going to eat today. And then the food came back. But it's just, I, I prefer to be ready, eat, talk my shit two, two weeks ahead. I couldn't say, and now you're going to believe us. Because I couldn't say it confidently, you know? I know, but... West Ham was, was but, tough. But you wouldn't have had Bender. Yeah. No, the, the, bend, bender, the Bender... The Bender is what counts. The Bender hit crazier. And, and the Bender would have been... And if you had lost, of course, the Bender would have been just very somber. Uh, but it would man. have been a Bender. Oh, yeah, for sure. Regardless. For sure, for sure. But, um, yeah, man. What a season. And that wraps it up. I mean, for most leagues, though, I mean... Yeah, um... I mean, we have to say after you know that PSG game after the announcement, uh, great performance by Mbappe though a hat trick, hat trick Rick, hat trick and I think assist, uh, an assist, yeah, Di Maria. I mean, Di another guy's getting his send, yeah, he's getting his send off. Yeah, it's crazy culmination to the league, and now we just focus on one one last game uh, coming up this weekend. In oh fact. man, uh, the Champions League final. Between Real Madrid and Liverpool and in France, in Paris. Who do you got? Nah, I don't really have a clue. You don't even care? No, no, I care, but I don't I don't I don't feel the need to like root or I don't have an agenda for either team. So I could really actually look at it neutrally. But man, it's a very hard one to read. Like I, I feel like it's gonna go to extra time. I, I think it's gonna be all of that excitement. But the the teams are pretty evenly matched. I feel. Um, the only thing that Liverpool have that that I think gives them a slight edge is I think they have the better manager. Um, truthfully, but I think also that the players they have, if if all of them are available, I think it's enough to see Liverpool over Madrid. But you know what Madrid have is is the they have the luck in the tournament. I feel. They have the also the 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 deadly ability ability to finish in you know under crazy circumstances and Benzema he's had an amazing season so that's what I'm saying it could go either way but if I had to uh, I'll probably take Liverpool truthfully just I yeah. just think their system is, like logically speaking yeah yeah and I could totally see that I, and I had the same opinion of City and and Real Madrid surpassed them so it's like it's gonna be one of those games you know yeah um. Especially if Salah's healthy. No, I'm telling you, uh, cheeks are clenched. Cheeks are very clenched on my part because I'm not neutral about this. Uh, Obviously, you know, I 100% yeah. want Real Madrid to win, but you know, like you said, logically speaking, but you you, you guys see won the Liverpool. league already, you know. Liverpool, You're good. yeah, you don't need yeah. It. Liverpool have a FA Cup, Carabao. So they have two. We have well, we actually won the the UEFA the, the Spanish Super Cup, if that means anything. But anyway. Well, I called the the 3-1 for City, but that that was more of I had to, right? I think um I don't know, I think Real Madrid are more rested and they they've actually played their players enough to to the point where they're not they're not necessarily going to be flat even though they didn't win their last 3 games and that was just more out of kind of not giving a fuck anymore. Yeah. I think we could have ended off on a 90-plus point season, and they didn't uh, want to. It's not for, for everybody. For, 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 you know, they didn't, they didn't want to. They didn't have that urgency. Um, we're fully healthy. There's rumor, or there's, well, Diago went off injured. 
I think he's a big point of their success. They can live and, without him. And Fabinho also might be injured. That's the guy I'm worried that's, about. That's 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 a big loss. Um, but does does Luis Diaz running at your back line? How how does that picture? Um, Gabriel like, is good. Gabriel uh, has been great uh, the last two three months. Money. Same. Carvajal, is, he's been good. Um, Fair play. Um, man, I, I'm, I'm just nervous because I know they can give it to us, but I know we can give it to them. Yeah. And I think our keeper's better for what the game is going to be. Yeah. I think our game, our, our keeper's better. Their defense is better. They have Trent. That, that Trent-Vinicius battle is going to be amazing. Oh, I think oh. Vinicius will eat, but... I mean, yeah, but I, I still think he'll find it tough. I think who's going to find it tougher is what Madrid does so well is getting the ball in the box, sometimes through crosses. Mm-hmm. You're going against Matip, who by, oh, I forgot to mention, Matip also almost He's made my team of the season. He's been very good. He's been uh, very good this season. Partner with VVD, that's a very hard fortress. So, I mean, the, the game's going to be, I think it's going to depend a lot on how well your midfield plays. And I think if Fabinho's out, that's, that's where you guys will capitalize. Modric, yeah, well, Modric is good anyway. Um, yeah. Cruz, Cruz, Cruz linking up with Casemiro, Ferland Mendy, and and Vinicius. That might be key. But also the runs that Federico is going to make. And I, I have a feeling that he's going to start. I think he's earned it, even though Rodrigo's been great. Um, Alaba is, is good to go. Militao's good. And Militao does have a stinker in him. So and he's he, he didn't end off the season all that great, so this is kind of his redemption game <laughs> where he has to be solid. Other than that, I think uh, you know the, the, it's being portrayed that Liverpool is is the better team. Well, they're favorites. According they are. To, they yeah. are. They, and and they're the better team. But everyone so far has been the better team, quote unquote, than Real Madrid. And the only teams that I really believe that I truly believe that are better than Real Madrid. Are City and Liverpool. Not, not by a whole lot, but yeah, they. they, they yeah, exactly. They just um, have the depth. But I just think I think they are they're better, and and obviously their managers are, are better too. But everybody else, mm, you guys P- been counting P- out Real Madrid a whole lot, and PSG? I don't and I don't understand why. PSG off of what? Well, you know what you it know, is. What it is with Madrid is that I I think that the way that people per- perceive them still. I mean, they see the players, and they, they I think they don't see the, the best versions of them they, anymore. They, they fail to recognize that the, the team is a sum of its parts, not, not individually. And they, and they look at PSG as, a, as an individual. Individually speaking, they look good. Chelsea, they're looking at them from what they were last. And they weren't even that great last season. They, were, they just ended up winning the Champions League. And they beat uh, City a couple times, but that, that's that's really it. Uh, they were very far off of uh, of uh, you know the winners um, of the league. So I, I don't know. I, I think uh, I think when when they look at at Real Madrid, they're they're maybe Liverpool are better because individually and and collectively and managerially, but not a whole lot. No, it's um, it's a toss up. I still think that when it comes to uh, Resolve and mentality. Let's not, let's not pretend. Yeah, mentality. And let's not pretend that Carlo Ancelotti is some fucking nincompoop that's out of his depth. Uh, I, I think uh, I think Real Madrid have a very good chance to win. 
And I'm I'm going with the same one as 2000. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the same one as 2018. Three to one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a good. I'm one. excited, man. I'm I love me Champions League, e- even if Real Madrid isn't competing. It just so happens that we've been there more times than not in the last I don't know ten years or so. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's the Jimmy I know. Yeah, there you Slipping go. Slipping Jimmy. Uh, and but yeah, that's that's my prediction for the for the match. Fair, fair, yeah, yeah, man. Honestly, I I didn't really give a score. I just think, like I said, it'll be really close. It might even come down to penalties. Um, that I hate. I, I like you say you hate uh, like you know coming down fi- final. I hate penalties. People well, yeah. love penalties for some reason. No, I hate it. Well, it, it never really. I don't think it's an indicator of the better team. You know. Exactly, it, but you that, know, that's another thing too. That's yeah, that's that's football though. You, the better team doesn't always win, and you also have to be prepared for that. Yeah, and that's you know that's what Madrid have been capitalizing on. You know, like you said, they're they're going against quote unquote favorites, but they they seem to find the the magic moments. But did their luck run out? The, did the magic well, run to, out? To, yeah, yeah. To say it's luck, it's a uh, reductive. Well, they got outplayed in the last series, I thought. But I mean, you know. Sometimes it's it's about it's a game of moments, you know. Uh, the same way I could say City got lucky too, by the way, in this final match. They got lucky to hit all their shots, but because that's not the usual thing. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy, man. I don't know. I, I'm gonna be working, unfortunately, but I'll definitely be keeping an eye on my phone. Yeah, following along. And um, <coughs> I guess before we get into transfers, uh, Bewley. Uh, the Dodgers owner has officially been approved to purchase Chelsea FC. And uh, he's committed to, I guess, $200 million, uh, pounds for upcoming season. Not necessarily just transfers. You know, it's for all sorts of things. Wages. Wages and all that. But, you know, a good portion of that is going to go to transfers. Um, and there's already a bunch of names being tossed out there. Uh, I guess, first of all, you know, it's official that, you know, we're past, we're, we're in the post-Abramovich era for Chelsea, and it doesn't look like they're really going to miss a step. I think they will. I mean, that, I mean, let's not make no mistake. 200 mil for Abramovich was nothing, and you're only allowed to spend a certain amount, so they'll, they'll, keep, they'll keep steady for now, but I don't think it's sustainable. The way that Abramovich was able to, even after throwing a lot of money, if his pro- project went to shit, another 200 to 400 didn't matter. I don't. I don't get the same sensation with the Americans well, here. Well, yeah, with the Americans, it's it's mostly it's going to be more it's measured. More, it's more, I guess, like <laughs> corporate in a sense. Yeah. Where where they're going to look at things as a plus minus versus Abramovich was really just a pet project and he had the money and he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I need to do. All right, fine. It was a hobby. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in the short term, meaning just this summer. The money is basically the same. So, uh, are Chelsea competitive next season? Do they um, get rid of Lukaku? I don't think so. Intelligently speaking, I think they should, or logically speaking. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think they will. I think they'll be like the same as this season. But you look at the gap in points, tells you everything you need to know. They're just not sustainable through a long period in the season. Uh, Tuchel. I don't know, man. In the in the league, he's um, he's not reliable. 
He's he's had at it for a while now. You know, I, and he, a lot of it was, oh well, they didn't have their full team, but they did. Yeah, they, they did. And and I and even without I a hate, full team, they're they're losing to teams they shouldn't have. I, I hate the fact that the whole Chilwell thing is brought up so much. He's good. He's oh, he's, yeah, I don't he's know. I don't know if he's great. He's one I, of the top. I don't left backs in the league. Sure, okay, but I don't know if just losing him alone. Well, is Marcos really, Alonso is not shabby, <laughs> and and he did great. Yeah, he was good. Marcos was good. Alonso actually. Filled in really well for, for Chilwell. So I don't know if I want to use that as a cop out. They yeah. they really underperformed a whole lot. And I don't think Chelsea fans are ready to admit it, but maybe uh, like I think you still need to give Tuchel more time. You're closer you start- to Arsenal and Manchester United and Tottenham than you are to Liverpool and and City. And I don't and I don't think that Chelsea or yeah Chelsea fans want to believe that just because they won the Champions League last season. Yeah, they're a bit delusional in that sense. And um, I think uh, you, you still give um, uh, Tuchel his time, but it is start to it is time to start entertaining the fact that at some point, maybe there may have to be a switch of, of management, maybe next season, like next, next season. But um, yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't. And that's something that Chelsea's known for. Yeah, I don't think Chelsea uh, really worry me that much. Uh, but Liverpool, they do, and I think uh, Arsenal as well. If they can, if they can uh, secure a really good transfer window, I think they're going to be a team to watch out for. Spurs uh, with yeah. Conte. Yeah. Other than Liverpool, I think Arsenal were probably the best team against City. Yeah, I mean and, from a City fan perspective. Well, Crystal Palace and Tottenham uh, entered the chat. They they got some. I don't really, know. Did, oh. did Tottenham ever, ever outplay you? Uh, well, a lot of they teams won. don't. A lot of teams don't, man. That's that's hard to outplay City, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal close, and man. Liverpool did. No, no, Liverpool. Ah, uh, but in totality though, like a full game, not that, just moments. I mean, well, that 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 was even. We'll call that a a, a stalemate. Right. Right. I know I, I, I'm gonna just leave it there, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we won the league for a reason, mate. Ah, by a point. Uh, and back to back too, but you know, I do think Arsenal will make that leap and have the possibility to leapfrog Chelsea, but it's gonna depend on their transfer window. Um, but you know, beyond that, I think Spurs also they're getting a, a hundred fifty dollar war chest. Hundred hundred fifty million dollar war chest, and I think man, that term uh, it, it's. It's so stupid to me. It's been used in football ever since the Arsene Banger days. Like, what is that? Why do Why do we use that terminology? That the war chest. It's just you. It know, sounds nice. Though. It has your cannons. It has your your boats. Your it just gives me like tanks. this like sort of like one of those fucking games on you know on your iPhone. You know that you open up a treasure and it's like a bunch of like gold coins. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's such stupid terminology. Right. Uh, but, you know, Tottenham, though, they, they have that going for them. And they already have a set team, you know, very good players and a manager that's kind of, you know, grown on them and they've grown on him. And it looks like they're going to be in marriage for the foreseeable future because things were looking rocky at one point for Conte. But, yeah, um, I mean, it's going to be a good league, but we'll see. I hope it's closer in top four's sake, you know, but I still think uh, Liverpool and City are, you know, how often is it though that that the top four are within just a few points of each other? It, Italy did it. <sighs> yeah, competitively. Yeah, that it is. Um, um, let's go to transfers. Uh, do you have a list? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll start off with Jesse Lingard, 
who didn't receive the nicest farewell from United fans. <laughs> Shame on them. <laughs> he was a great serviceman for the club, yeah. one of their better players, and he was. He just wanted a- this huge send off. He wanted a fucking statue. Like uh, Lingard, you're just another guy. Uh, They're bigger legends that left without that. Yeah, but Be, you just feel grateful that you played for such an organization. Move on. Well, he's rumored to go to West Ham United. A uh, United that's well not too far from the other one in terms of the table these days. But yeah, side step for him. Last season, by the way, United, Man United, you West Ham. Oh, not a clue. Yeah, forget. But today, they're in Europe, and that's all that matters for them, at least for a club that's not used to being there. And Jesse Lingard, I think, is a strong addition. When he was on loan there, man, he looked sharp. So good for him. Um, the goalkeeper from Southampton, Fraser Forster, he's set to join Spurs. I think that's a sign that Loris may be on his way out soon. I think so. so. I think yeah, he's I, he's probably know, one of their it's weaknesses. It's tough to say, but yeah, I was about to say that he's he's starting to become one of their weaknesses. Yeah, he gets beat on some stupid goal sometimes. Yeah, that he does. He's a World Cup champ, though. Yeah, might yeah. might even become a two-time World Cup champ. Well, let's hope he counts his lucky stars. Uh. Jules Kunde, another Frenchman. He's rumored to join Chelsea this summer. It's kind of been tossed around for a while now, but, you know, that's a top defender. U25 category, one of the best available. Good for Chelsea. Hey, maybe, who knows? Maybe they might win the league. Um, <laughs> but a Chelsea player on, a big the, on the exit, two of them actually, rumored for Barcelona, Marco Alonso and Christensen. The rumor to bo- both rumored to join Barca uh, on free transfers. Um, yeah, good for them. La Liga, where there's more sunlight. Um, and another Premier League transfer, uh, Calvin Phillips, rumored to join Manchester City. God, that's such a good pickup. The two-time champions back-to-back. I mean, he's got to be in dreamland if he could join City, and I think he'd be the perfect Fernandinho replacement. Yeah, I'd, I'd love the move personally, but that's still a rumor, not official. And another player from, I guess, a lower half side, although they're and not And if he that doesn't low. do good, we'll pretend he did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I pretended that Rodri did good this year, and he ended up okay. But uh, Cucurella, another player that's rumored for City. God damn, that's such a good get. That's another good option, I think, a position that we've been aching for. Even though Zinchenko's been good, but I'll be over the moon with that move. Um and uh, uh, next, I have uh, this is a La Liga transfer, uh, Chuameni, rumored to go to Real Madrid for around 80 mil. Um, maybe rising, maybe a, a the sell. The links are strong, but at, the, at this point, it's just I want to see him in the, in the shirt. Uh, but some you, official news from the club, and then that's it. Well, I'm that, not going to get my hopes up. I was going to say it's, it's hard to these days. I had my I'm hopes not ready up for that about heartbreak Messi. again. I had my hopes up about Ronaldo. I'm not ready for that heartbreak again. Yeah. I'm just not emotionally recovered yet. Yeah. And another, well, this is a La Liga player, Pau Torres, rumored to join Manchester United, Ten Hag, um, who had his like first press conference. His ideas seem very fresh, very progressive. So I think United are, are going to be, they're going to make a nice improvement. Um, and if they can get Pau Torres, even better. Um, and then Lewandowski, rumored to join Barca. That one is not official, but it's it's been a rumor for a, a little while now. Free transfer. Um, don't know uh, 
Don't know if it's true, but that'd be crazy. That'd be insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it seems like Lewandowski is just very unhappy with uh, Bayern Munich and uh, is looking for. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess greener pastures. You know, something new. Something new, man. He's been chained uh, to Germany for his whole career. I know. From his choice. Yeah, no, of course. But, I mean, maybe I, I at some uh, point he thinks that he wants to enjoy something else. I think uh, it's a little too late. He'll have a good season or two. And my, I have just this feeling that he's going to end up with Chelsea. Shit, that would be I crazy. just have a feeling. I don't know why. Hey, man. Hopefully... Um, next player, Soyunku. He's rumored to Atleti, but he's also linked to Raul. Uh, yeah, Real Madrid also. Uh, yeah, there's a rumor there. There's rumor to both clubs, but you know, Soyunku to Atleti makes a lot of oh, sense. Oh, it makes a whole lot of sense. I don't know why. It just it would make sense. <laughs> and and you know what? I think that would work so well for Atleti. Yeah, it would because his value is very low right now. Um, but so. he's just got some. I don't know. He's there's just something about him that fits that mold, and he'll just do great under uh, Simeone. He's like savage for real. Uh, Stefan Zavic, who loves to play with Grealish's hair. Um, next transfer, uh, Dembele to Paris Saint-Germain. Um, that's been tossed around. We know they can afford it. He's French. Why not? Yeah, and they just got, they're, you know, they're getting rid of Di Maria. And his best friend is running the show now. So he's like, yeah, yeah, Dembele, come, come Paris. Got you. You'll start. Um... Next uh, tr- uh, rumor is uh, Sebastian Haller from Ajax joining Borussia Dortmund. A nice, um, you know, Haaland replacement. Did we ever say that that Dortmund actually tied up uh, Adeyemi? I'm not sure. Karim Adeyemi from uh, Salzburg? You know, I, I don't Wait, know. Wait, was it Salzburg? You know, I forget. He's not on my radar like that. Maybe well, he, he should He's be. the Haaland replacement. I think they even wrapped him up the same day. Hmm. Anyway. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, next transfer, Paulo Dybala joining Inter Milan. But this one, he's been rumored to a lot of clubs, but, you know, uh, it'd be interesting to see him go elsewhere because he's been stagnant at Juve for a while. Um, and this next rumor I kind of like. I don't know if it's possible, but in the past he's been rumored to Arsenal from Lyon. Uh, Awar. Rumored for Leicester, believe it or not. Oh, really? And Arsenal are also in talks, but I don't think they'll go for him anymore. They have Odegaard and... That ship sailed. And ESR now, so, you know, it would make sense for them to go to Leicester. I mean, for him to go to Leicester, especially if they get rid of uh, uh, Yuri Tielemans. So, yeah. Um, after that, my last one is uh, Basuma from Brighton. He's said to join Monaco. And that's a player who I hmm. think is really good, by the way. And I think yeah. if he goes to Monaco, cracks maybe Europa... You know, he'll get seen by more eyes. And, and then I think go he's to nice. a big team. Yeah. Yeah, that he will. But um, that, that's all my rumors for now. There's some I might have missed, but more will come out, more that are concrete. And we'll have more official transfers that went through. Yeah, exactly. They all they always wait to the end of the season. Yeah, Haaland isn't official yet, although he was seen in Manchester this morning. Or yesterday, I don't know. But That's official. The club's announced it, right? But, I mean, he has, hasn't entered the facilities yet. He hasn't done a, a medical... In in concept, they have reached an agreement, but you know, oh, doesn't oh, have watch a num- out for that. Watch out for those. Yeah, doesn't have a number yet. Um, doesn't have anything, but yeah, he hasn't been unveiled at least. Does he get the number nine? <laughs> nah, fifteen. Uh, <laughs> nah, I don't know. We'll have to see. All right, man. I think that's it. Yes, sir. Anything else? Um, ah, there was something that. 
that I had mentioned earlier, but something brought up the uh, the memory when when you were mentioning it. Ah, uh, I forget now though. But um, yeah, I guess I guess that covers it all. Yeah. Sounds good. Yes, sir. Two guys, two mics, two pints. Episode ninety five, and uh, fucking go Real Madrid Champions League. Ah, <sighs> did I just jinx it? I just fucking jinx it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, oh man. Oh my god. I, I, I gotta go. I, I, You'll never bye. walk alone. No, 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 no. Bye. Bye. Uh, Guys.